What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? The Real Coach AB here on that Work Boot Wednesday. Strap up your hard hats, put on your work boots. Let's get to work. We got a good show. Chase Sr. will join me uh, in the third hour. We're going to break down the NFL a little bit in more in depth, as Chase does. Uh, if you're a 49er or an Eagle fan, stay tuned for Chase. But we'll get into all things um, NFL and insider extraordinaire Chase does. Um, it's Work Boot Wednesday, man. LeBron and the Lakers stole one behind AD's 30-20 and 20 game. Uh, Joel Embiid's first MVP, deserving or not? We're going to get into that. The Knicks even up the series at home. No Jimmy Butler. Dylan Brooks gets cut on his day off. And Jamie Foxx still remains hospitalized and nobody knows nothing. Seems like the word is oh, shh. <laughs> nobody knows nothing about Jamie Foxx. The cash app guy who was supposedly stabbed to death in Frisco now has been deemed uh, a drug overdose. Interesting. Was he stabbed to death or did he die of drug overdose? <laughs> Uh, we're going to do it on this day in sports history. I got a beef to pick with star kiss fucking tuna. And was a lady really trying to steal a hundred pounds of meat from Walmart? Holy shit. What is wrong with us? We're going to get into all that. First of all, we got to get to you. This just show off with the quote of the day brought to you by betonline.ag. Use the promo code believe B L E A V. Get you 50% off, plus brand new members will get a 50% off deposit. You can go today, use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. You got baseball tonight, hockey, the Kraken, new, newer franchise, getting it going. Uh, Major League Baseball is full swing, of course. The NBA playoffs, last night, Lakers-Warriors game seemed like a Game seven, NBA Finals game, to be honest, in this era anyway. Um, it would have been a game one regular season game in 95. <laughs> and then they would have load managed, and then you wouldn't have seen them again, and then they came back. So, you know, hopefully we get good playoffs. Um, but, hey, what do you know? We're going to get into it. Uh, this show is also brought to you by CanadipCBD.com. Use the promo code COACHJB, all caps, and get you 20% off plus free shipping to wherever you are. CanadipCBD.com. Um, got a lot of breakdown, man. Lots of breakdown. Um, Hector, steak and eggs in the morning is different than a steak at night. You got to know. You're going to grill it on the frying pan? Uh, in the morning, then, uh, you know, you just season that bitch up, um, throw some butter on top, uh, a little thyme if you have it, maybe a little basil, and then season it up, whatever you want to season it with. And then uh, put a little olive oil on the pan once it's hot, throw a little butter on there, and use that, season it up, make sure you sear it both ways. Morning steak with eggs is a little different than a, than a grilled steak on the on the barbecue. Um but if you follow me on Patreon, all you guys out there, I am going to start putting cooking recipes, cooking, full-on cooking things. We had a glitch with our video editing software, and that is the reason the cooking portions haven't gone on Patreon yet. There is one on there, but there's going to be a lot more. So I appreciate all you. I know Lucy's over there just for the salmon. I'll put salmon out there tomorrow. That's a promise. 
salmon. My salmon recipe will be on my Patreon tomorrow uh, with my uh, pineapple shrimp. Um, you don't know nothing about that. You better just stay tuned. Come on over to Patreon if you're not a member. Uh, the Discord is in full go. Slap Nation. Make sure you come on over to the Discord. Slap Nation. And the coach's crew. And uh, we'll do that as well. Um, nah, you ain't got to marinate no steak in the morning. It ain't that serious. You just put that bitch on the grill and get it going. Um, just put some butter on top after you season it. But get the pot hot or the pan hot. Uh, put a little butter on there and some a little olive oil. Let it after it's hot. Put that shit in there. Maybe some garlic if you want garlic. That's what I would have done. And then throw that thing on there once it's good and hot, and that butter's melted, and that olive oil is heated. Um, quote of the day. Let's get you started. You got to take the next step, or you'll be doing the same thing for the rest of your life. Quote of the day. You got to take the next step, or you'll be doing the same thing for the rest of your life. Uh, it's just real talk banter. Contrary to belief, brought to you by CanadaDipCBD.com. Stop looking for happiness in the same place you lost it. Stop looking for happiness in the same place you lost it. Contrary to belief, the one who falls and gets up is so much stronger than the one who never fell. I, I truly believe that shit. If you don't fall, you have no idea what adversity is like. Man, I know a few billionaires. I know I've told this story a few times. I know a few billionaires. And uh, I'm going to tell you right now. You motherfuck them, you yell at them, they face some type of adversity. Man, you want to talk about a entitled crybaby bitch? Go talk to a couple billionaires who have inherited all their money. Now, if you're a billionaire who's earned it all and built it from scratch, you're probably a little bit more tough-skinned and ready to attack the world. But I know a lot of billionaires who inherited the money. Parents died. They got lucky, whatever it may be. You're talking about an entitled, soft pussy that can't handle adversity? Let me show you one of them motherfuckers. They are out there. <laughs> Please believe it. Work boot Wednesday. Uh, tie on your hard hats and work boots. Let's pull up your big boy pants. It's all go uh, today. Um Chase Senior is going to talk NFL draft winners and losers, and then uh, some picks that were stolen in this year's draft. We're going to get into that. The Lakers stole one last night in a great game. Um, and uh, AD, you know, the Lakers go as far as AD does. I'm just telling you, I said it before the series, Golden State can't guard AD. AD should average 35 points and 15 rebounds minimum every game in this series. They have nobody for him. Looney's too slow. Um they, they have no other big men. Green can't check them, so you can't get him in foul trouble because of their offense in Golden State. So he's, he's required to do a lot of pushing and, and, and distributing. They have a matchup problem. The Lakers are a matchup nightmare for this Golden State team, contrary to belief. And, and the Golden State Warriors basically run an offense that's not really a set. It's more of a go-get-open, shoot-a-three. So if they miss threes, um, Golden State Warriors is a very beatable team. And, and the Lakers, with Vanderbilt and his overbiting-looking ass, uh, is a problem. 27 points. 27 points by Steph. 10 in the first quarter. 17 for the rest of the, of the game. 
Let those points make sense. Let those points make sense. 10 points in the first. I don't believe he scored in the second or he didn't score in the third. One of those two quarters he didn't even score in. And then basically combined 17 points for three quarters. That's a hell of a job. That's a hell of a job by Vanderbilt. He is a long-armed wing defender that Steph does not like getting picked up 90 feet. Steph don't like getting picked up 90 feet uh, down the court. He's not used to that shit. He wants to be able to dribble up the, up the court free. Vanderbilt's making it as tough as he can on him. Listen, Vanderbilt, you do that shit, you don't need to score no points. Laker, other scores, Russell goes off like he did. Uh, Reeves is going to have a better game than he did. He had a bad game. Cost me some fucking money, by the way. He'll have a better game. Um, Vanderbilt don't need to score. He, ne he needs to do that. Disruptive defense on Steph. Clay got hot early. Clay and Steph had 20 points in the first quarter combined. But really, after that, didn't do much. Wiggins kind of had a decent first quarter. Didn't do anything after that. Um, and then the Golden State bench was non-existent. The Lakers, I think, had like 18 bench points in the first quarter. The Golden State Warriors had zero. But, hey, Lakers are a matchup problem, man, for this team. Lakers, uh, ugh, scary. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how this thing works. Um, whole question. Let's get into it. Did Embiid win? Did it, did Joel Embiid deserve to win the MVP? <clears throat> Poll question. Drop a yes or no in the comments. <clears throat> Here's my take on it while we're breaking it down. Did Joel Embiid deserve to win the MVP? Or are we just scared to give Joker the third MVP in a row because of the narrative out there? Are we scared to do that? That's what I want to know. I want to ask, um, because let's be honest, you know how I felt. I don't believe Joker is the fucking guy like you guys think. And if you were to give him the third MVP in a row, you're setting a hell of a precedent. You're telling us that this is the, maybe one of the best basketball players of all time. I wouldn't put Joker in the top 100 bas best basketball players of all time. You're going to make sure that he's not the three-time MVP. That is what I think happened. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes when we hear about all these votes and how they all went down. Joel Embiid, who actually set out against the Joker head-to-head, -head, which is a huge flag for me. I think Kendrick Perkins even came out and said, I won't vote for Embiid now because you didn't play Joker. I'm curious to see who Embiid, who, who Perkins voted for. He said it, uh, Giannis, I believe. Giannis, the same guy that thinks that Mediocrity is the new excellence, I guess. He thinks that we're, we're taking steps. Do you get promotion? We're taking steps. Not every year is a winning year. <laughs> Sounds like a fucking loser to me, dog. I, I just got to be honest. You motherfuckers allow that. You think that shit is like... I'm just, I keep looking back at that Giannis video, and I'm just like, sound like a fucking loser. He'll never win another one because he's a fucking loser. He's a soft Euro fucking loser. That's what he is. He won one time, and now he is fucking saddled. He is satisfied as shit. He ain't going to win another one. I bet you he ain't going to win another one. Fucking soft pussies, man. And you guys look up to these motherfuckers. Oh, man, Giannis will be back. Giannis is softest baby shit. That motherfucker don't want it. You already won one. Now you're, now you're rebuilding? <laughs> you got the same fucking team.
No, you're making fucking excuses. That's what it is. Soft pussies. Um, Dylan Brooks gets cut on his day off. How do you get cut on your day off? Grizzlies have informed Dylan Brooks he will not be brought back under any circumstances. Per Sham Sharania. <laughs> How the fuck you get cut on your day off? They said he was in Cabo 12 hours after they lost to the Lakers. Um, crazy, crazy. Uh, for all the old school cats out there, um, I can't play the music, but on this day, May 3rd, on this day, May 3rd, this man was drafted first. What a freak this guy was. Earl Campbell, May 3rd, a little sports history. Unbelievable, that dude was drafted. Earl Campbell, um, one of the greats of all time. Um, On this day, May 3rd, Sean Sean Waffle probably remembers that one. That was a a big-time day, a big-time fun fact in sports history. Earl Campbell was the man, um, the myth, and the legend. I'm I'm glad to see he's better than he was because he had, like, punch – he had, like – yeah, like what boxers get. Like he started to get a veggie brain. His brain was starting to become mush. I don't know if you knew that. He was in a wheelchair. He had a bunch of different issues. Apparently he's gotten better. So I don't know uh, if you guys knew that or not. Um, the Cash App guy who apparently was stabbed to death in Frisco has now been deemed um, death by cocaine overdose and drugs in his system. Now, I'm trying to figure it out because... The report was he was stabbed to death. That's what the report was last month when the cash app creator was killed. And it's crazy because I read this story that the cash app guy died. And then the next day, the government, our U.S. government, launched a app for that's very similar to cash app. <laughs> Dog, we got some shit going on in this country, boy. I'm just telling you. Between the banks getting sewn up and ate up and dropped and fucking losing banks every day. Ooh, we're in trouble, boy. I I, I don't know where we're headed. Um, But it looks like the fucking purge is happening. Have you seen this shit? How much meat this bitch has in her fucking cart? <laughs> like, why is it always the same motherfuckers, man? I'm just tripping, dog. I really am. Like, how, how, what? Bitch, take the cart, worker. You fucking low life, bottom feeding fuck. I mean, you gotta be a, I would have kicked the fuck out of her. Like, I'm just tripping. Like, see, these people don't understand. What you don't get is one person does it, other motherfuckers start to do it. Now we have a fucking pandemic on our hands. Now you're starting to see this shit at an all-time high. First of all, how the fuck she just pulled out a fucking seven-foot hamburger meat? Dog, I'm just going to be honest. Who let her walk out of the store? Like, when did this become a thing? Look at this bitch. God damn. I hope all that meat gets rotten and bad and you fucking die. (laughs) That's what I hope. 
Are you mad at me because I said that? Fuck you. That's what I hope. I hope all that meat gets bad in the trunk and you fucking cook it and die. These motherfuckers, man, have no fucking... I'm just telling you. And I know the workers are told not to stop them. But guess what? There was a worker trying to stop them. Her. There was a worker outside trying to stop her. So... Uh, it's blowing my mind, dog. It's fucking blowing my mind. It's blowing my mind, dog. I, I really is. I'm like, why don't somebody just kick the shit out of that bitch? Bow! Knock the bitch out. Like, will somebody do that? Preferably a woman. Gotta love this. Uh... Yeah, we're, we're a joke, dog. We're a third world fucking country right now. I'm going to be honest. We're a third world fucking country right now. It's it's unbelievable, man. Unfucking believable. Um, let me let me let me show you something. There's this old dude who served in Vietnam. You got to hear this guy. If you didn't see this guy, um, it's very very funny. Um, very very real. And I wish there was more people like us. I say us because that's this is what I do in public too to these weirdo fucks if I see them. Well, I'm telling you, as a man, that's bullshit, huh? Okay. You know what? Nobody confronts your ass. That's the problem. That is the problem. And by the way, this guy is looking up at fucking Andre the Giant. And <laughs> Andre the Giant is telling this little man that I'm a woman. I'm feminine. I bleed once a month. I have tampons. I wear nails. I put makeup on. So now get out of my way, little man. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing, homie? Listen to the rest. Really? If they say, really? What the? You want to bet? What the? Is you going going to have to do you know how many people you've embarrassed at, oh, at wow. City Hall? Me and there have to, to, there have to really. tolerate that shit. You are. Look at that motherfucker's legs. Like, that motherfucker has calves like me. Look at his calves. <laughs> I mean, that motherfucker is a defensive end for the fucking Pittsburgh Steelers. And we're having a conversation about why you're not a woman. Are you fucking joking me? You are not. You're not a woman. You don't look like a woman. You don't act like a woman. Really? You're Head, what's oh, wrong really? with you? Well, look at yourself for Christ's sakes. Really, for Christ's sakes, who would want to even even be close? My god, really, <laughs> it's horrible. I don't know why you I, are not. Why am I so you are not you? a chick. Why am I so horrible? To Do you, you still have a you know what? That is none of your. And that motherfucker could not answer the question. He couldn't answer the question. You, do you have a dick? And that motherfucker's, uh, none of your business. Let's hear the rest. Do you think there's one person that really thinks that you're a chick? I know a lot of people that agree with me and that accept me for who I am. And the fact that you're going to be here with a sign nobody, like that nobody, is bullshit. 
Nobody confronts you. That's the problem. You. you make me uncomfortable. Because really? you're not away from me. Then you get out of my store. I will. Thank you. Thank you. Some people think it's hurtful. Well, you told us that this hurt. But here's the thing. I don't give a about feelings anymore. I'm 70 I'm eight. I went to Vietnam to fight for all this. Do you think I care about some feelings? Absolutely not. Fucking amen. He went to Vietnam to fight for this shit. And now he's having to deal with this weird old fuck. I mean, dog, it blows my fucking mind. Now we're having to defend ourselves versus made up fucking humans. Oh my God, dog. I, man, I don't know. I don't know. This shit is unbelievable to me. It really is. It's unfucking believable to me. Um, let me get into this one. Have you guys seen this video, viral video going around that this girl apparently killed two people and then just sitting there like, I got to go to class tomorrow. I don't know if you've seen this. Oh, hey, you never answered me about my car. I school tomorrow, so how do I get my car? Well, your car is totaled. It's what? Your car is totaled. Totaled? Totaled? Total, right. Okay, so how do I get it to your school? You don't. So, I don't go to school tomorrow, is what you're telling me? No, ma'am. You want me to be honest with you? You're going to jail. You don't have a bond. You killed two people tonight. I don't think you understand that. You do not have a bond. You are not getting out of jail. Your car is property of East Peoria Police Department because it's a crime scene. Grumpy. She got 14 years. So, how, how long ago was this? You know she got 14 years for sure? I want my question of this video is I was going to ask you guys. I know you guys know more of this shit than I do. I was going to ask if it's even a real video. Like, was it faked? Was it set up? Because now we're seeing these fake videos at all time high. I, I, I'm I don't know which video to believe anymore. So, um, you know, I I don't know which video to believe anymore. See, I. They're saying it was real. They're saying it was uh, a week ago or so. She got 14 years. I don't know what's real, what's fake. Um, I, I don't know. Henry Ruggs on the NFL side is supposedly going to plead guilty, and he is apparently looking at 8 to 15 years for a homicidal vehicle, homicide man, manslaughter, or whatever the, the, the term is vehicular homicide. I don't know what they're going to call it, but I'm curious to see if Henry Ruggs will do a day in jail. And then something came out. People were sending me. So he had a $400 food debt tab that day. And it's crazy how, and I don't think I'm not going to put karma on it because really the karma is on the people that he killed that night. Not really him. Even though he'll do, he'll be the one that maybe never plays football again. Probably will be in the fucking street, broke, looking like Delonte West. Probably in the next few years when he gets out of jail, if he goes to jail, you know how these things are. He'll do like home house arrest for three years or some stupid shit. Um, here's the thing, I got it. There's a take about it though. He had a four hundred dollar food bill before he got into his car and raced down the drag and got one hundred and sixty miles an hour. He left a $2 tip, from what I understand. 
That is something someone sent me. I tried to get the picture downloaded. I couldn't get it. But apparently he supposedly tipped the fucking $400 bill, $2. And then uh, the guy who sent it to me was like, man, karma's a bitch. And I'm like, yeah, too bad. Two people died, though, during that karma. See, I don't know, Rug, so I'm not going to judge him off a $2 tip. And then subsequently he goes and kills two people driving 160 mile an hour. That's two shitbird acts back to back. So maybe you start to call it a, a square, a square and a circle, a circle. I don't know, but whew, I, I don't know. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy, man. We're in a fucked up world. No parenting, no daddies, no daddies telling motherfuckers. Yes or no, do or don't. Like, God damn. Breaking news. Let me get you some breaking news. Randall Cobb is a New York Jet. The Aaron Rodgers effect is real, y'all. Randall Cobb is a New York Jet, and everybody else from the Packers will be coming over soon. <laughs> God damn. Who else will be a the fucking New York Jet? Is it who else is gonna be a Jet? Who's the next Jet to come on over? Mercedes Lewis? If Mercedes Lewis gets his ass a job with the Jets, I'm gonna shit. Why are we getting Randall Cobb? Randall Cobb is fucking old. Randall Cobb ain't the guy. Aaron likes his guys. Let's go. Let's see what happens. Um, I want to hear, where's B-Mart at? I want to hear a little bit of this. I want you to hear a little bit of this Kobe banter, Eddie Manyweather. Um, tell me about your dunk. What do you remember about that play? Uh, all I remember was Kobe telling me that I've been going to the to the hole like a light-skinned dude, so I got to start <laughs> going like a dark skin. So when I seen the lane open up, that's all I remember. You went to the hall like a dark skin dude? Yeah. Uh, Kobe told that motherfucker, don't be light skinned. Go to the rack like a dark skin. Dog, Kobe was a real one. You imagine what LeBron would say? AD, just don't, just... AD, just learn how to flop like me. How to flop or something. Seriously, I need to learn how to do that. Local president. Seriously. <laughs> oh, what a different generation we are in, dog. You know, the cold part is some of the people that you look to that is your heroes that you think are the GOAT are a joke to me. That's just the difference in eras, I guess. Unfortunate. Here's some shocking news, all right? Uh, some shocking breaking news here. Reports come out. Antonio Brown is accused. So Antonio Brown brought, bought an arena football team. I don't know if you heard about this. He bought an arena football team, okay? I mean, dog, you can't make up this shit. He is an absolute shitbird. And I don't understand why nobody understands this. 
He bought an arena football team. If you didn't notice, he got into it with some security. They didn't know he was the owner. He said, I own the team, blah, 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 blah. So everyone defended Antonio Brown for that shit. So today it came out that Antonio Brown is now being sued and accused of not paying his arena football team, coaches, and players. As a result of not getting paid, the head coach and players have quit, including the reigning league MVP. Brown also locked disgruntled players out of hotel rooms by not giving them keys. <laughs> I mean, when are when are you going to figure out this motherfucker is a joke? Like, who's shocked that Antonio Brown did this? Uh, who's shocked? Anybody? Can you raise your hand? Who's fucking shocked that Antonio Brown didn't pay his players and team? <laughs> like, come on, man. Uh, I, I don't know if anybody's shocked anymore, are they? I'm going to get into some LSU news. Um, LSU... The artsy fartsy, the librarians, the the people like that. Um, the people like that are really up in arms that the LSU locker, the LSU locker, is much better than the library. So somebody took this. I don't know if this is LSU library. Shit. At least they have fucking purple trash cans. They match up. But that's the LSU library. And then somebody put this on the internet that the LSU library is in shambles. But the locker room for the football team looks luxurious. Look at that. Looks like space aged, new, unbelievable. Um, great looking locker room. So let me let's let's get back to the library. Okay, we get it. Then we go to the locker room. We get it. Let's get into this one. Okay, you know I posted yesterday. There's no unless I know, and you can show me a hundred thousand people who pay to come fucking read at a book club. Let me know, but I haven't seen that one. But let's just. Let's get to brass tacks here. First of all, unfortunately, I do remember remember back in the day, reading was fundamental. <laughs> we stopped pushing that narrative, didn't we? Now it's get out your new iPhone 27 iMax extra large fucking clear case waterproof. <laughs> um, reading is fundamental. Remember that shit? Well, that's gone. So why do we not expect the libraries across this country to fold when everything is on a Kindle or an internet or an iPhone or a phone? Why are you worried about books now? There, there is no more books. There ain't no kids reading no books. You think kids, kids will not know what a book is in 10 years? They'll be like, a book? What the fuck is that? Oh, you mean a Kindle or whatever the fuck we're using in 10, 10 years? Come on, dog. Stop acting like we're going to read fucking books in the library. 
All the artsy fartsy people are up in arms. I get it. And I'm old school and I like talking about old school shit all the time. You know that. But I was never a librarian type of cat. I could never go to the library. I hated the library. I thought it was like the fucking, I thought it was jail. I can never go to the library. But the library brings no money in. It actually costs money that the football team actually makes you. The football team actually pays for the library. <laughs> I don't know if you realize that. Of course, you get endowments and you get some donations and you get all these different things from state funding if you are a state school, blah, blah, blah. But the BCS that pays you to go to bowl games, millions of dollars just to go to a bowl game, that's divvied up. It's not just athletics. Because of the great Title IX that was implemented, it obviously goes to women and men's sports equally based on the number of equal sports you have on the men's and women's side. So you have to match dollar for dollar on the women's side to the men's side. If you didn't know how Title IX works, that is how it works. So having said that, these college football programs that bring in hundreds of millions of dollars will help you get a library if that's what it is. But people get on the internet and start talking this shit like they know what they're talking about. Dog, the library's bringing in no dollars. It's actually costing the college not dollars when everything's online. So get over yourself. Understand the pecking order. Sorry to tell you that football's king on every college campus in America. Any college football campus that's big-time Power 5, D1, Football is king, and they bring in the money. Sorry to tell you the truth. I don't want to get into all that with the artsy-fartsies, but that's the truth. Um, sorry about that. All right, I don't know if you know, I got a little beef to pick. Um, Star Kiss Tuna, I bit into a fucking human nail, and uh, not too happy about it. I don't know if you know, but... It, Take a look at this video. All right. That's me yesterday. Star Kiss, Chunk Light, Tuna, and Water. Star Kiss, we have a problem. Yeah. We have a problem, Houston. Right here. So I make my bowl, put a little mayonnaise in it, a little relish, and then I start to eat it. And I'm halfway through this motherfucker. And then, voila. I fucking cut my mouth, chipped my tooth on what seems to be some motherfucking fake nail. It looks like it's a female's nail in my fucking tuna. Now, I won't be eating no more tuna, Scar Kissed, but maybe are we all fucked up out here? Is everybody lazy as fuck? Trying to kill my motherfucking ass? Fucking star kiss. That's the first time I've listened to it back. So it does make me chuckle. But it wasn't a funny thing when I bit into that motherfucker. So I don't eat bread. I cut bread out. That's why I've lost weight. So I cut out bread. It makes me feel better. The carbs, I, I hate. The bread is the devil. I'm going to tell you guys right now. If any, if any of you out there want to lose weight, cut out bread. I'm telling you right now, you'll fucking feel like a million years or uh, a million you will feel like a million dollars and you will feel light years better than you did when you ate bread. Now, 
even if I have a something with bread in it, like a tortilla or something, um, I feel shitty because I'm not I haven't had it in over like a, almost a year now. So I instantly though, water and bread, I fuck cut out bread, lost the 30 pounds. I do a little jump rope, push-ups. But besides that, I juice, I still drink my regular three, four, five cups of coffee. I don't stop that. That's my non-negotiable. And cut out bread. I'm telling you, cut out bread, dog. It'll save your life. But here's the thing. So I ate my tuna in a bowl. So I literally ate that off of a spoon sitting right here doing work. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like it went into my mouth, like into my roof of my mouth. And I pulled it out like a bone or something. I'm like, a bone? It's fucking Lucy's fucking nail. Not this Lucy, of course, but it's somebody's now. I'm going to have a motherfucking DNA test ran on that bitch and, and, and say, Sarkis, you motherfuckers better break bread, figuratively, because I don't eat bread. And luckily, I didn't have any bread because I might have swallowed that whole motherfucker. Think about it. I might have swallowed it. I, not ever, I might never have chewed it. And just, it was in the bread. It might have been covered up. I don't know. But Sarkis, you got to answer some fucking questions for me. They've been DMing me like crazy. I guess everybody took to Twitter and blasted them out. And now they're DMing me like no other. And uh, I'm going to see what they say. I'm curious to see what these motherfuckers say. That's real shit. Can't wait to see what they say. But we'll see. We'll see what they say. Um, The old man has me dying, dog. I love the old man. Um, The old man's funny as fuck. Telling that motherfucker. Yeah, it does look like a shark's tooth. Look like uh look like the Meg. Look like the Meg. Look like the Megalodon's tooth was in my tuna. That's what it looks like. <laughs> I'm just telling you, that's what it looks like. That's what I thought. But I don't know. What's up with Jamie Foxx? Anyone know about Jamie Foxx? Um, I ain't heard shit about Jamie Foxx. Um I'm curious to 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 find out what's going on with Jamie Foxx. I got plantar fasciitis, by the way. I'm just throwing that out there. I think I got plantar fasciitis. I'm man, I've been walking around like a motherfucker. I gotta get in a jacuzzi. Uh it's been shitty weather. It still looks overcast out here. I don't know why. Hopefully my boy Jamie Foxx is all right. When I when you don't hear about people for a couple, three, four weeks and you don't know nothing, usually it's not good. Then there's all the conspiracy theorists out there that's going to hit. Then we're going to have all these conspiracy theorists hit the news. And then we're going to start, oh, man, it's going to be crazy. Hey, it's amazing when it's it's really funny. I posted that video. And you know how many people hit me back? Lawsuit, coach. Lawsuit, lawsuit. First of all, it ain't that easy to just sue somebody for fucking something like that, number one. Number two, again, it shows you the, the, the mindset that we have. We just want, 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 want. See, lawsuit never crossed my mind. I'm like, eh, fuck, whatever. Motherfucker, I got DM'd by three lawyers saying, hey, listen, you got a following. You got a, you got the, you got the, you can control the narrative. You got a following. You can really blast them out and really put them in a bind. Tell them to deliver a bag and you'll be over it. <laughs> These are lawyers. I'm like, what? We've become very, very dependent on other people's demise. Have you not noticed that? We have become very, very dependent, 
a dependent on another man's failure. Like we will literally take the money from our youth, our own, our blood to make a dollar and let them suffer. We don't give a fuck no more. It is a ruthless bunch of fucking shitbirds out there. I'm just telling you right now. Um, I'm just telling you. But you know what? I told, I've been, t- I've talked about it on the show before. Like I'm at that point. Like, well, fuck it. Everybody else is suing. Why not me? Why not I? Why don't I sue around this motherfucker? But you know, I don't know. They want to throw me a million dollars, fucking up my tooth. I, I mean, I'm not gonna say no. <laughs> I'm not gonna say no. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know, you never heard that. I'm just saying. You never, you don't remember that. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, I'm just saying. I, I take the money, but you know, I'm not really like I'm not really like dependent on it. I take the money though. You know, you remember that? Come on, man, get out of here with that. Um. James Harden's a clown wearing a clown suit. What's he going to do tonight? What's he going to do tonight? Is he going to wear? What does James Harden wear tonight? Let's get a poll going. What is James Harden wearing tonight? And does Boston blow them out of the gym? Embiid don't need to play because, of course, we're soft pussy. And he's the MVP now. How do I, let me let this sink in. How do you feel? Because I already know how you feel. But I'm just asking myself this question. I would be damned. I am the MVP of the league. And I'm going to sit out tonight. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to MVP and I'm going to sit out another game. And I'm going to have a party that I got the MVP. And guess what? I'm going to chill and sit out and watch my team lose. Like, how, how about that? MVP. How about that as your MVP? People, that is your MVP. A motherfucker that won't even play with his teammates that watched him win the MVP. Like, our mindset has become a joke. Like, we're a fucking joke. Uh, I mean, I'm being serious. We are an absolute fucking joke. I'm just telling you, dog, it is a fucking joke. Like, he ain't going to play tonight. You guys realize that? <laughs> like, he ain't going to play, dog. I mean, come on, man. It's, it's fucking unbelievable to me. It's unbelievable. Um, Cobb reunites with Aaron Rodgers. Our boy Trevor Bauer, victorious in his first pro game in 22 months over in Japan or wherever he's at. Um. I don't know if you knew, I don't know if you know uh, Tori Bowie and Calvin Davis, former 100 meter world champion and three time Olympic medalist Tori Bowie. They both died. Have you heard about this? Um, Calvin Davis was 51, he died, and then Tori Bowie, 32 years old, died. Uh, it's crazy how they won't say how she died. 
Tori Bowie died. I don't know what she did. She was a, uh, she won the race of the world championship in London a year later after the hundred meters in Rio. Um, Davis won the bronze in the 400 meter hurdle in 1996 Atlanta and was part of the U S team that won the four by 400 meter relay in 95. Um, <clears throat> why don't they ever tell you how they die? Have you noticed it's becoming more and more a conspiracy on how these motherfuckers are dying? Why nobody tells you how they died? Have you noticed that shit? And then two weeks later, they come out and talk about overdose, drug overdose. I want to get into something real quick. <clears throat> Cody Smith, the old man does deserve a medal. I love that man. Uh, that motherfucker is legit. He's looking up at Andre the Smith. Sure the That's giant. the problem. That guy does deserve a, a trophy. Let me get it. <clears throat> I got to get into this. This is a real talk banter discussion here. And we'll, we're, we're saving sports for a little for a little later. We got some things to talk about. I'm going I'm to talk about this real talk shit real quick. If you're watching the NBA game, a commercial that comes across my mind right now as I do this show ad lib, I see the mental mind, what is it called now? Mind health or some shit. It's got DeMar DeRozan on there. And it's got all these guys advertising for mind health. And keep your mental strong, your mind strong, mind health. It's number one. What do we do for mind health? We hang out with our family. I play video games. I do this. Have you seen the commercial? Have you seen these commercials? You got to watch these commercials, dog. Um, Kyle, I'm definitely trying to find that old man. So if anybody can find who that old man is, let me know. I'll bring him on the show in a heartbeat. You know me. I bring real ones on the show. I don't like to bring just the fucking any old because you're famous. I want to bring real ones on. If you are famous, you have to be a real famous person, like a real one. Um, I would love to bring that dude on. Uh, we would have a fucking hell of a time talking made up humans, wouldn't we? All right. So <clears throat> this mental mind strong commercial is really starting to bother me. All right, here's here's why. So if you keep looking at all these different things that they're bringing up, you see these people talk about what allows my mind to be strong. Have you seen what they're saying? And I'm not into conspiracies. I'm just telling you the truth. Video games, hanging out with my son and my daughter, hanging out with the family, going fishing, wooty wooty woo. Okay, cool. That's normal shit, right? That's normal shit that we've known about for millions of years. Now, let me get into this take. Why is mind-strong mental health all of a sudden such a big thing? I'm curious to know why we've started to push mental health on every single person. And I wish, I don't know if there's older cats in here, Jerry or Sean or cats my age. I got to ask, um, was mental health ever a discussion? Would, did we even know the word term mental health? Sean, did we even know that word term? I don't remember that term. I never heard mental health until kind of recent, like last, what, 10 years maybe? I don't know. 10 years is pretty recent when we, in, in a relative, relatively speaking, um, I never heard that term until, you know, recently about mental health. 
Mental health is now a crutch for excuses to continue to be made about fuck-ups who do stupid shit and want a get-out-of-jail-free pass. That is why the term was made and created. I don't give a fuck what you say. Fuck mental health. Mind-strong bullshit. Guess what? I should have been fucking uh, dead and buried a million times if my fucking mental health was so fucked up. When I was living in a car, I should have just fucking said, fuck it. Let me go drive this bitch off this cliff over here. <laughs> like, what What are we doing, dog? What the narrative, what's the narrative that we're pushing? I'm confused as shit. I am fucking confused as shit. I think it is the biggest crutch and joke in the fucking, besides a few other things that's going on right now, this is a bad era of growing up. <laughs> Mental health. <sighs> I don't understand why people don't grasp the fact that mental health chooses you. You don't choose mental health, dog. I don't understand what that, why is that such a hard concept to grasp? Why doesn't, why don't people understand that we don't just wake up and say, oh, ah, shit. Today, I think I'll forget my name. I think I'm going to go out on the building on top and I'm going to look down and I'm going to take a piss on New York City and I'm going to tell everybody that I have lost my mind. And that I need you all to feel sorry for me. And I'm going to start a GoFundMe. And I need $3 million. And please. And then I'll write a best-selling book. Thank you, mental health. (laughs) I'm just spitting real shit at you. Like, this is what's happening every day. This is the fucking... This is how the steps are going right now. These are the steps for success. Go in. Wake up one day. Oh, I forgot my name. I don't know who I am anymore. Uh, I think I can make... Uh, big time. I could write a book. I can get a lot of people that feel sorry for me. I can write a tweet. I'll tweet out a fucking thing. Oh my God. I just found out I have mental health. Please pray for me. Can we please stop with the prayer for me shit on Twitter? Oh, fuck. Just the person that just types out a regular tweet out of nowhere, nothing, no picture, nothing. Please pray for me. I'm going through a lot. My kids have no food. My cash app is at four eight. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you motherfuckers fall for it because she showed you her titties and her ass. Ah, <laughs> uh, what a world we're in, dog. What a fucking world we're in. What a world we're in. God damn. It's unbelievable, right? It's got we're in a hell of a, a time. Please pray for me all my fans and followers. I got 285,000 on Instagram and 400 on TikTok because I show my titties and my ass, but missing little Johnny, my third son, he has mental health. And we woke up and we were like, "Oh my god, who are you, mom?" 
That's what it'll say. Who are you, mom? I mean, who are you? Mental health chose me today. God damn, dog. We're a bunch of sophomores. See, the thing is, you're allowing that shit. You are allowed it. You have fucking allowed it. That's the problem. You've allowed it. That's the problem. By saying, oh, my God, girl, I'll donate. What's your GoFundMe? What's your cash app? Cash at me. Fuck, dog. God damn. Why are we so fucked up? Oh, man, I was talking to some people last night about this. Like, is it solely because of the phone? Is it solely because of lack of parental guidance? Is it solely because of keeping up with the Joneses? Because social media has become your new real world, which is a false reality? We live in a bubble, dog. We live in a bubble. What was that movie, Truman or whatever? What was that movie with uh, um, Jim Carrey? Remember that shit? What was it, Truman? Or Remember he lived in a bubble and it was really, he thought it was a fucking world and he was really inside of a fucking bubble or some shit? I don't remember. I don't, I don't think I saw the movie, but they said that, like, someone said that that shit is real and that's why he was associated with it. And I don't know if you know, Jim Carrey sold his $20 million mansion in Malibu like, like that. And then Jim Carrey was out of here. Apparently, he's on Epstein list. Apparently, Jim Carrey's involved in all this other weird shit. Have you seen all that shit? Now they're saying that they to- they created this movie that is now what is starting to become reality right now. We're living in a bubble. <laughs> We're living in a fucking technology or technological advanced bubble. Have you figured that out? We really are. We're living in a fucking bubble. We're living in a bubble and it's all false reality. Like there's no real fucking like this ain't real real life, but they're making this your new real life. That's what's fucked up. That's the fucked up part about it. God damn, dog. I don't understand. Do you understand? Hi, I'm Kiko. I'm 23. Uh, I go to UCSB and I also bartend. I don't understand. I don't understand. Um, that's my favorite favorite clip, by the way, of all maybe of all time. I I don't know. That's that has to be one of my. That has to be one of my favorites, dog. It has to be one of my favorites of all time. Hector, that shit has to be one of my favorite fucking clips, dog. I I just, I could show that video. I could show that clip, maybe. Uh, I go to UCSB, and I also bartend. Oh, dog, I could show that clip across America for (laughs) Josh, dog. That shit right there. I love that shit. When I did that shit to Matt, homie, he almost peed his pants, dog. Last week when I did that to Matt, god damn. The hair flip at the end, I agree, Joe, was fucking unbelievable. Unfucking believable 
Oh my god, dog! Uh, it's unbelievable, man. Yeah, the OJ clip. I do like the OJ clip, Jay. Uh, the OJ clip is is also classic. I, I ain't gonna lie to you. OJ, OJ, the OJ thing. And in the picture, if we're talking pictures, uh, the feet, the feet picture has to be one of my favorite. We talked about the the, the, the flipper, uh, the dolphin that were racing. Uh, biological females the the size 16 shoe that hangs over the edge of the pool has to be one of the best right we got to make sure we that has to be one of the best of all time right there um if you don't think that's uh one of the best i don't know what it is but yeah that's flipper is unbelievable like come on baby go you can win you can do it if she beats you, don't worry. First of all, it's not a she, but let me tell you. You know what I'm telling my daughter? Listen, you're going to grab this fucking bitch by the fucking flipper. And you're going to try to drown that motherfucker. And you're going to pull it down. And then you're going to swim over the top of that motherfucker. That's what I would tell my girl, my daughter. Because, da son, listen, babe, you have no shot at beating flipper. He has a size 16 shoe. He's going to be three strokes ahead of you just off his size 16 shoe. He also has a 76-inch reach advantage. <laughs> he also has a 76-inch reach advantage, and his legs are literally three feet longer than yours. His torso is a foot and a half longer than yours, and Pure muscle mass from a man to a woman, he's stronger than you. You have absolutely no shot, sweetie. But listen, you got to grab the flipper. Grab flipper and drag that bitch down and swim over his ass. That's the only shot you have. <laughs> I mean, goddamn, homie. Like, we're really <clears throat> debating if this is, uh, like, we're debating. Rapino, you really are fucking okay with that? Megan Rapino, you're really okay with that? <laughs> like, are you fucking shitting me? Megan Rapino, you should be fucking castrated however women get castrated i don't know what it would be like just i don't know that's what megan rapino should do like i'm just care remember the athletes that said they're all for it and i we didn't even know not one of them who do we know rapino that was it or or one of them we knew one of them and then we found out the quarterback was from santa margarita played in nebraska but besides that we didn't know anybody on that list <laughs> I, I'm starting to man. I'm trying to get Riley Gaines, dog. I, I've been in contact. I'm trying to get Riley Gaines on the show. I really am. She's busy. You know, she's blew up and made it huge, and now she's fucking. I, I ain't mad. That's how it goes. One thing can make blow you up. One thing can blow your shit up. Um, Joey Brown, what the fuck are you talking about? What is what is Joey Brown talking? About? Johnny Stanton, TJ. If you didn't have the if you weren't on this show last week when I broke it down, 
Oh, bruh. Johnny fucking Stanton is the only person we've heard of that was actually with this. He was okay with it. I'm like, what? Um, yeah, it, it's fucking unbelievable. Um, yeah, that show could be a three-hour show between me and her. Um, yeah, Joey Brown's on top of things. Hey, everyone, want, Joey Brown wants us to know that 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 this guy is a transgender, by the way. So please thank Joey Brown. We did not know that. I don't talk about this motherfucker every day for, or nothing. So please welcome Joey Brown into the show. Let him know. Thanks, Joey. Appreciate you for letting us know things that we did not know. I would love for you to come on over and help produce the show from here on out because you've done a great job helping us. We did not know that that dude with the size 16 shoe was a man. We did not know that, Joey. Much love to Joey. Clap it up. Wow. Some people just... All right, let's... First of all, there's some very... Very not smart people. I'm going to just be nice. I'm going to be nice. There's there's people out there that just aren't smart. I'm going to be honest. Or they have audacity like we've never seen before. They have the audacity of a daytime burglar. They have the balls of a daytime burglar, as my great friend Sean Salisbury says. Because... Uh, they have no remorse about being wrong, and they just blurt out shit. They do no research. We don't research shit before we say it anymore at all. We'll just blurt out shit. You know that's a man, right? I'm sorry. This is my first time on the show, but that's a man. How about you say, and maybe Coach has talked about this before. I'm pretty sure he's not fucking retarded, and he knows. Let, let's let me just sit back and watch the rest of the show and see what really maybe coach talks about it quite often, but nah, just but you know that's a man. <laughs> oh, that happens everywhere every day. That's all I see. Motherfuckers splurting out shit that are just oh, and then don't have a re, don't remorse. They don't give a fuck because they're protected by cell phones. They're protected by text messaging. Oh man. Fucking unbelievable, dog. It's un-fucking-believable. They only hear one thing. They don't fucking listen to shit. And they just want to splurt out anything they can. That's all they want to do. It fucking blows my mind. It really does. It fucking blows my mind. Um, Chase Sr. is going to join me. Um, Matt will be back Thursday, tomorrow, which I get Matt back on. Matt's been hectic. He's got a bunch of college coaches coming through 6-0 Academy. Um, for some players. So he's dealing with that right now. Um, so that's that's coming. Don't worry about it. Yeah, keyboard warriors, uh, you know, I call the keyboard cowards. Uh, just just unde- they're, they're undefeated, number one. They're undefeated. And number two, they're just, fuck. it's a struggle, man. It really is. It's a struggle. Um, John Jones says he may retire after the, Miyake clash, whatever that fight is. Apparently, he's supposed to fight. Um, 
So John Jones is supposedly going to retire if you're MMA fans um, at all. So I don't watch MMA like that. I like that new cat, though, yesterday that, that said, fuck your kids. I love that dude. What's his name again? I'm going to have, I'm going to try to get that motherfucker on the show. Uh, I'm going to try to get that dude on the show. If I can get him on the show, what's his name? Um, who's the guy that's, that faked and, and made the little kid cry? Zach's been dealing with, uh, he's had a few things. He had to go to a doctor last Monday. He had a little court session, so he'll be back Monday. Zach will be back Monday. Um, man, people, people, people have lives too, dog. <laughs> God damn. Motherfucker, where's Zach been lately? Where's Matt? Why aren't you on McAfee lately? Uh, like, motherfucker, ask them. I don't know. God damn. People have lives, dog. Some people have fucking lives. I don't know. He'll be back. He's fine. Like, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't have no, there's no problems. God damn. It blows my fucking mind. Why are we so fucking judgmental so quick? Ask a fucking question. You guys don't ask questions when you make statements. Motherfuckers make statements now. They make statements. They make like fucking argumentative ass fucking statements and they put a question mark on the motherfucker. <laughs> uh, where is the guy? What's the guy's name? Adesanya. Is that his name? Uh, yeah, I like that motherfucker. I'm like, I like that motherfucker. He's a, he's a real one. He he is. He's a fucking real one. Um OTAs are starting in the NFL. Gotta get into uh into that. There's a lot of uh a lot of NFL draft talk. A lot of NFL, everyone wants to grade their guys. Everybody wants to grade their guys. Okay. Everyone wants to grade everyone. And they haven't even fucking played a down yet. And I'm just like, calm down. We haven't even fucking played a down. Like, we haven't played a down yet. Why are you so fucking worried? Here's a take I got to talk about, though. All right? Because I'm tired of hearing the fucking narrative that the Baltimore Ravens haven't had a wide receiver in the top 100 in the NFL in three years and i'm just sitting there like dog let me get this let me get this straight let me wrap my head around this so now we're gonna blame the receivers remember a couple years ago the packers had lazard he was a young kid he wasn't very good nobody knew who he was van scantling sounds like a straight out of a vampire movie he wasn't very good remember he was young rookie they had Devontae adams and then a bunch of fucking rejects. Now those rejects have learned through osmosis by dealing with one of the best ball spinners of all time, Aaron Rodgers. Even you saw the you seen you saw the maturation of Christian Watson last year and Dobbs as well. Uh, why nobody gave Aaron Rodgers a pass? Oh, 
his whiteouts are horrible. I never heard one time somebody say that Aaron Rodgers' whiteouts were horrible. And I was the one on the saying, like, did you see what Aaron Rodgers does with these fucking average wideouts? He puts the ball on their chest on time before the coverage breaks because he knows these wideouts aren't very good. But that's how good Aaron Rodgers was. Flip the narrative and you go to the Baltimore Ravens and you haven't had a top 100 wide receiver stat-wise in the NFL in three years. It's because the Ravens are horrible at drafting and they're bad and they haven't given Lamar any help and Lamar's the victim and he should be given receivers and... (laughs) It blows my fucking mind, homie. How we can fucking sit up here and give certain guys passes, others not. We don't talk about Joe Burrow's horrific offensive line ever. He never gets passed for that. Either does Daniel Jones. But Justin Fields has no O-line, no receivers. (laughs) But Daniel Jones does, right? Here's the take I got. Maybe the Ravens don't have a top 100 receiver because Lamar Jackson can't get them the fucking football. Has that ever crossed your mind? Has anyone ever thought of that? I just want to be real here. I just want to be real. I want to be honest. I want to be honest. Maybe Lamar can't. Fucking throw the ball to these cats. Have we ever thought of that? I'm just saying. Why is that not? Why is that not talked about? And it blows my mind that I see these cats on ESPN. And that's what they discuss. That's all they talk about. And I'm like, the fuck we talking about? Why is that all we're talking about? Like, why is that the only fucking thing we're talking about? What happened to the quarterback making wideouts better? Because I don't, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember. um, I don't remember that. Same song and dance here, Douglas Carr. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but. Do you want me to show you some film about it? <laughs> you you want me to show you film that he can't throw or or no? Uh, I got film. You know, I got film. You know, I got real film. Alan, I know. I, I do believe Burrow wins the MVP this year. Now, let me ask you this. Sean Salisbury thinks Aaron Rodgers, if Aaron Rodgers uh, is rejuvenated and has this, this, Great year. Um, you know, he can win it again. Because, you know, it's a popularity contest, dog. It's a popularity contest. Marquise Brown had 1,000 yards and left. Let me just throw that out there. He had 1,000 yards, and then what did he do the next year? Nothing and won it out and left. Hollywood Brown wanted out and left because he knows the only way to get a bag in this thing with the market price as high as it is, is to have stats. And Hollywood Brown knew that when the defense started to play coverage, instead of load the box to defend Lamar Jackson, 
that he wasn't going to get cover zero beaters anymore. Because if you look at that season that he had a thousand yards in, which I broke down so very eloquently, he has zero coverage post fades and deep balls thrown. And that is the majority of his yards. That's the majority of his season that particular year. If you break it down and go look at the route combinations of Hollywood Brown and what he did that year, you will see that majority of his yards were cover zero beaters. So if we wanted to talk about that and we want to start getting into real shit here, I got film, dog. Anytime you want to watch film, let me know because I can show you film. And remember... People think it's hating. No, I love Lamar Jackson. I think he's great. I'm glad he got paid. I told you he's deserving. I said he's not worth it, but he is deserving of it. Um, But I have film. So anytime you want to talk film and talk about it, let me know. Because I can show you Lamar Jackson film anytime you want. I can show you any quarterback film. I have all the quarterback film now. So I can show you a shitload of film. It, it could be a great discussion. Um, I mean, shit. We can have a great discussion about all this, dog. I have no issue. I have no issue. Then they say I'm just hating. Because, see, that's what I'm hating because Miles Wonder doesn't know football. So automatically when you think someone is telling the truth, but he's really a hater because you don't know football. I mean. Oh, man. It's fucking comical, isn't it? The people that fucking talk that act like they know football. I love it. I love it. Let's show it. I want to show it. I want to show it. I kind of got to show it. I want to show. I want to show Miles Wonder. I want to show Miles Wonder. I just pulled up a random clip here. Let's show Miles Wonder. Hey, Miles Wonder, let's show Here's Lamar empty. Guess what? You, you got OBJ now, dog. You got OBJ now. And then you dry, you drafted Zay Flowers. So we're going to see an empty set like this, ironically enough. Let's check it out. Let's check it out. Uh, Miles Wonder. Check it out. Oh, shit. Just a regular double slant. Mike Backer blitzes. Easy pitch and catch. Well, it usually is an easy pitch and catch. Um but that's not an easy pitch and catch. Guess what? Miles, what's your name? Miles Wonder? Hey, dog, check this out. I don't know if you know, but look at this shit. Look at this shit. Most quarterbacks, they realize that that's the duck. And guess what? Look at this guy. How about this guy? Wide open. <laughs> I'm just breaking down the first play I see, too. That's what's crazy about it. <laughs> Let's go to the next play, dog. Yeah, it's funny when people act like they know football. No, you don't really know football at all. You don't fucking know football whatsoever, but you swear you do. It's unbelievable. Let's see him get pressured out the pocket. So we're in empty with Lamar Jackson. That's what I don't understand. Why are we an empty with a dude that can't fucking throw the football? Why are we acting like this guy is Joe Montana? 
Like, what are we doing? I got it all, Alan. I got a ton of film. I got a shitload of it. So let me know. We'll, we'll, I'll call you today and we'll talk about it um, and figure out how to get it to you. Um, I got Dak Prescott too, Eddie. You know I can bri- You know I can break down. Where's my boy Wonder at? Where's he at? Why did he leave? Did he leave? <laughs> where did he go? Oh, Wonder, where you at, dog? Um, I thought you knew football. It was crazy. Where'd you go? There you go. There you go. Say what you want to say. Lamar has the third highest win percentage. Here we go with that shit. <laughs> so he he don't want to he don't want to he don't want to talk about what we're just talking about. He don't want to talk about what Lamar really is. He don't want to talk about that. Oh, let's get out. Oh, I don't like. I don't. Ah, fuck. <laughs> Oh, man. It's funny to me. It really is. It's funny, but yet it's sad because these motherfuckers really think they know football. And then they want to say you're a hater. And then blah, 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 blah. And it's like, no, it's not a hater. It's just showing you the truth that you're paying a dude a lot of fucking money to do what exactly? What are we doing exactly? That's what I want to know. I want to know. Miles, shut up, you fucking idiot. I've shown 1,000 clips of Lamar Jackson. 10 different football games. So just because you're new to the show and don't know that I do this a lot, then shut the fuck up. How many films do you want me to bring up? Here's the deal. You pay me money. I'll bring up every game film from the last three years, and we'll watch how great he is together. Since you think I pulled up the only bad film that he's ever done. By the way, if anyone knows, they'll tell you. I've shown 10 different game films of Lamar Jackson. Shut the fuck up. You sound like a fucking idiot. Because you don't know. You're a dick writer who is sad and in his feelings that I call out Lamar Jackson and say he's not a passer of the football. You get mad. Oh man, it's unfucking believable. It's unbelievable. It really is. It's fucking a joke. This guy works at Walmart, and then he's gonna tell me that I don't know what I'm talking about. So that's what's funny about it. Wow. Breaking news Jackson Mahomes, the brother of Chiefs quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, has been arrested for aggravated sexual battery. Overland Park, Sean, Sean Waffle, Overland Park. Police confirmed the incident stemmed from an accusation by the owner of an Overland Park restaurant. Remember that clip we showed a while back of him groping the female? He's been arrested. That's some weirdo fucks, man. Weirdo fucks. I'm just telling you, there's a lot of weirdo fucks. Weirdo fucks out there. Just telling you. Weirdo fucks out there, dog. Um, of course, hey, the hammer, the hammer told uh, Wonder to pay the membership fee and, and, and be in it more. Here's the thing about it that's the people that talk, don't ever, they're not real, they're not real. Like these motherfuckers are just, they just made up, they just made up the fucking thing. 
Um, I, I do. I believe Jackson Mahomes will be the next made-up human. Anyone want to bring? Anyone want to bring that up? Jackson Mahomes will be the next made-up human. I want to bring that. I want to. I think that's coming down the pipe. I think that's coming down the pipe. Jackson Mahomes will be the next made-up human. Dodgers five in a row. Dodgers getting back on the winning side of things. Won five in a row. They were 13 and 13, man. What's going on with the fucking Dodgers? Uh, Clayton Kershaw is pitching out of his mind. And um, Jackson Mahomes is 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 uh, is now trending on Twitter, by the way. He is now trending on Twitter, Jackson Mahomes. Like, do you realize if you weren't the brother of Patrick Mahomes, nobody would give a fuck? Nobody knows who you are. Nobody gives a fuck who you are. You do know that. Like, you do understand, nobody gives a fuck, right? Like, nobody cares that. Uh, nobody knows who you are. So, I, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't know if you heard this story, but the one of the owners of the Milwaukee Bucks is building a $12 billion high-speed bullet train that will get you from L.A. to Vegas in two hours. It will serve as a blueprint for the rest of the country's high-speed rail system. And I got to be honest, dog. I'm going to be real honest here. All right. L.A. to Vegas in two hours. I got to be real here, real honest right now. I drive to Vegas in, from L.A. in two hours. Save your $12 billion. I can get on fucking JetBlue from Long Beach for fucking $39 or Southwest and fly to Vegas in 39 minutes. <laughs> why, why, why is this a $12 billion fucking out-of-this-world experience? Am I missing something? Hold on. Time out. L.A. to Vegas in two hours going on a train. Sounds like a fucking sweaty hot box nightmare to me. I could fucking drive to Vegas from my house in 210. <laughs> Smoking a stick, drinking some yak. Shit, who knows? Um, why the fuck would I want to get on a goddamn... Bullet train that you spend $12 billion for that I'm sure I'll be fucking paying for through my goddamn tax dollars. Why? Fuck your two-hour train. I'll take my Cadillac two-hour drive and smoke a stick, motherfucker. Shit. Brian, you must be new to L.A., though. I don't know who the fuck taught you to go to Vegas from L.A. in four and a half hours. If you go to from L.A. to Vegas and it takes you four and a half hours, Brian, I'm really disappointed in you. I might block you again. Are you fucking joking me? Four and a half hours? I can get to Phoenix in four hours, homie. Are you fucking joking me? Who taught you motherfuckers to drive? I want to know. I guarantee you, you go off MapQuest. <laughs> Holy shit. From Long Beach to Vegas never took me more than 320. 
four and a half hours? When are you leaving? Friday at noon? <laughs> four and a half hours? What the fuck? Where are you going, homie? Salt Lake City? How long is it take? Anyone in this fucking room knows that if it takes four and a half hours to go to, from L.A. to Vegas, then you're just fucked up. That means you left in the middle of traffic. I'm not talking about traffic, bruh. I'm talking about a straight shot to Vegas. If Are you driving Miss Daisy around this motherfucker? Are you on a fucking... <laughs> are you on a buggy? What are you taking? Horseback, motherfucker? God damn. Where's Chris at? Holy shit. Four and a half hours? God. Now, Jesse, you pushing it now on the other side. Now the spectrum's starting to become a little bit farce on the other side. Jesse said, I do two and a half from San Diego. I mean, from Long Beach. Calm down. You... You know damn well you don't get from Long Beach to Vegas in two and a half hours, bruh. Calm down. Three and a half, maybe. Two and a half hours, homie. What are you, on the bullet train? <laughs> I love hearing fucking people go like this. I love people that go from this spectrum all the way. Four and a half hours. And then, motherfucker, I get to two and a half. No, you don't, motherfucker, because I live way closer to Vegas than you, and I don't get there in two and a half. Come on now. Calm down, Jesse. You ain't getting to Vegas in two and a half hours on the fucking Lockheed Blackbird out of Long Beach. <laughs> that motherfucker's going 180. That means there's every all the highways have been shut down. Long Beach 710, straight to the fucking 60, to the 215. Bam! Head out to Vegas. No one's on the road. And I'm going 160. I bet you could probably, maybe about, maybe you could do it. <laughs> uh, hey, man. It makes great conversations. Um, exactly, Ruben. Exactly. And I'm right near Redlands. See what I'm saying? So that makes sense. Two hours to Vegas from this, i.e., is a lot more feasible than Long Beach. Come on now. Fucking take you two hours to get to Long Beach from here. <laughs> Shit. Um, oh, man. Brian said if he leaves right now to Vegas, it's four hours and 18 minutes. <laughs> no shit. Everybody's going that way. <laughs> Got it. Brian, where you live at? Where's Brian live at? Fucking... Tarzana, where you live at? You live in, a, in in Hollywood. You live in Hollywood, don't you? Fuck no shit. You goddamn all the way almost to Magic Mountain, motherfucker. You might as well go the back route. Shit, you should take the three ninety five going through fucking Palmdale and go through the desert and cut through that way and go through Tehachapi and just cut all the way across the goddamn desert. What the fuck are we talking about? Well, I would just go that way. Where you're at, you're far as hell. Shit. God damn. This bitch right here could go fucking, I bet you that motherfucker could get there in fucking two hours. I bet you that motherfucker get there in two hours with those feet. Um, That motherfucker will get there in two hours, no problem. 
<laughs> on this day in sports history, who wants to do a trivia right now while we wait on Chase? Chase is going to hop in. Um, I'm going to talk some ball here. Let me see. Let's see, let's see, let's see. God damn, who is this? I love how these these fake uh fucks um I I love the I love the dick riders. It's it's comical. And it's always the same cat. It's always these young punk kids. This is the guy DMing me. Look at this guy. <laughs> Look at this guy. He DM'd me, a grown man. He said, put me in, coach. And it's a picture that says, I allegedly texted German player. <laughs> Who gets up in the morning and does that to another grown man? I I, I just got to know. I, I, I got to know. Like, hey, Miles Wonder, become a member and you can call in. But this ain't no free ride, motherfucker. I know your I know your soft pussy ass generation expects everything for free without doing anything. But you're not calling in, motherfucker, unless you become a member. Become a member and then call in. See, all you bitch ass fucking dick riders, all you do is want, 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 want. You never fucking do nothing for it. Why would I let you in the show? The first time ever seeing you in here. And I'm going to allow you on the show over all these motherfuckers that are in here for years, for over a year and a half. Why? Uh, I'm just curious. Why would I let your bitch ass on the show? That'd be very, very unjust of me, wouldn't it? That would be a slap in the face of all these great, loyal community members to let you... Dick Rider Johnny on. I mean, fuck. First of all, I haven't even put the fucking chat in the thing. So, God damn. Um, hold on. I gotta, I gotta get, I gotta get Chase's deal done. Um, that's on me. That was my bad. Got a million things going on. Uh, let's see. Shit. All right, that was on me. Let me get, let me tell. Um. Randall Cobb is a jet. 
I don't know. Can the Lakers really win? Can the Lakers really win? Man, I don't know, dog. It's fucking crazy. I'm looking at this thing more and more and more. Alan Lopez, much love. Um, oh, I love wrestlers, dog. I love wrestlers. I love wrestlers. I appreciate all you guys coming in this morning on this real talk banter, uh, barbershop banter uh, show. There's not a lot of not a lot going on besides the NBA, the Knicks. Jimmy Butler didn't play last night. If they would have lost game one, I think Jimmy Butler would have played last night. Uh, now, Embiid won't play tonight because they won game one. That's the mindset we have now. That's just fucking – that's the – Chemical imbalances that Taco Bell and the new chemical-induced weed has done to you young fucking generational people. (laughs) The chemically-induced weed that you smoke through the vape and combo that with Taco fucking Bell and you have what we see every day. This shit. 23. Uh, I go to UCSB and I also bartend. That's Taco Bell mixed with induced chemical enhanced weed. And that's what we have. That's what you have. You can't tell me that that's not what it is. You can't tell me that this motherfucker didn't wake up because he took a vape hit and then had the munchies and a bitch brought him Taco Bell. You can't sit here and tell me that this is normal shit. Come on, man. Get fuck out of here with that bullshit. I'm just trying to be honest with you guys, man. That's just what it is. You know what I mean? You can't sit here and tell me that this fucking weirdo ass. You can't tell me that's normal shit. Can you? Can you really sit here and tell me that this is the the way to this is it? That's that's lit. (laughs) Are you serious? That's what. Is that's it? That's what we are now? Taco Bell and this weed, dog. That's real shit. That's what it is. You guys better fucking wake up. Wake up. That You can't tell me that this is normal shit. Bitch has 600 pounds of meat. Like, fuck filming her, bitch. Grab that bitch by the weave, homie. Slam her ass to the fucking trunk. Throw her ass in the trunk. Shit. Throw that bitch in the trunk. Fuck filming her. Hey, t- hey, Lucy, by the way, that was in Texas again. I-, I mean, listen, I like Texas. I wanted to come to Texas for a while, but God damn. Um... New York has become the first state in the U.S. to pass a law banning natural gas in all new buildings. No more natural gas in new buildings. No more natural gas in new buildings. Pollution? 
Green Greenpeace, fossil fuel. What are we talking about here? What are we doing? Are we going to get rid of? Are we getting rid of? Uh, fuck a lawsuit, Brian. See, that's the problem, Brian. You thinking lawsuit. I'm thinking do what's right. I'll deal with the lawsuit later. Let me beat the fuck out of this dumbass and get my meat. You know the thing about it is, if the meat wasn't purchased and bought and taken outside, I think it's dead anyway. They can't even resell the shit by law. I don't think you can resell it because it's, you know, person could have put a needle in it, could have got sabotaged. You can't resell it, and I don't believe. I don't know. So, I mean, maybe somebody knows that. But I don't believe you can resell that shit. So now it's like, dog, what are we doing? God damn. Ed Salad, what up? Dallas in the house. What's going on in Texas? We're getting we're getting fucked up. See, I wouldn't worry about no lawsuit. I'm choking the shit out of that bitch. And I love the political side of it. Voting blue. You're voting to have them take your mama's gas stove away. I think there's more to it than that. I know everything's got to be political. It's not always political. You could just do what's fucking right in your brain. <laughs> You can just do what's right in your brain instead of thinking that the right and the left and the black and the blue and the green and the yellow and fuck get out of here. They're all criminals, dog. I'll be damned if I follow any motherfucking buddy. I ain't following none of these motherfuckers. I ain't following not one of them motherfuckers. That's just, that's just me. I wouldn't follow one of these motherfuckers into war. Shit. Would you? Fuck. I wouldn't follow a goddamn... I wouldn't follow one of them, not a one, but that's just me. I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't follow any of them bitches. They're all fucking, they're all fucking criminal. That's just what they are. What they are. They're criminal. I, I mean, I don't know if you know that or not, but they are. They're fucking criminal. Why did Jordan Poole take the shot? Can we get a new poll question started here? Why did Robert Poole, I mean, uh, Jordan Poole take that shot? Um, oh, yeah, you don't want to give me a presidential debate. Shit. Ah, shit. Don't give me no, uh, don't give me no presidential debate. <laughs> shit. So let me ask you, Jordan Poole takes a shot, and if he makes it, he's the hero, but he misses it, now he's the GOAT. You're either the GOAT or the hero when it comes down to making last-second plays. He had six threes in the game, people. Let's make sure we're clear. I think Jordan Poole's taking way too much heat. I love the fact that we see these grown men who, if you see Steph's reaction after the shot, you see that he's pissed. You see that he's pissed. And then after the game, obviously, it's he's like, oh, well, Jordan made six. He says the right shit, of course. But we know that he was mad. You saw his hands. He went like this. He wanted the ball back on the swing. He thought he was going to hit the three. Listen, Jordan Poole took too much heat. I thought he played pretty well for the most part. 
But like, dog, who else going to take a shot? He had the shot wide open. Why wouldn't he take a shot? Now, I wish he was closer to the line. I, th- I, I don't trust Jordan Poole that deep. Like, even on the last second, like, I don't know, man. It just is what it is. I don't think – I think that Jordan Poole's going to want out of there. I think he sees that it's like this fucking – Draymond Green has just, like, fucked his head up. I think he's got his heads all fucked up. I think his head is so fucked up. He did rush it. He could have took a dribble and got closer. He could have caught the ball closer to the line. He could have did some things. But listen, half a dozen, six the other. We're all going to fucking castrate this young cat over a shot he missed. Bottom line is, you're lucky to be in the game. The Lakers dominated the game from front to end. For the most part, let's just be honest. For the most part, the Lakers dominated the game. Can we be clear here? I mean, that's just is what it is. That's true situation. That's what I think. So the Lakers dominated the game. I don't think it's a big deal. Can't wait to ask Chase about that. But uh, Chase covers basketball, too. He, he does the commentary. It's comical. He does a good job. It's funny. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Chase is going to come in in about 10 minutes. Um, drop a like. Hit the like button. Subscribe. If you're not a member, become one, uh, especially to the bitch mate cat that wants to talk. Uh, don't go nowhere. I'll be right back. I'm going to uh, get some coffee, let my dogs out, and then we're going to finish the show strong with Chase. And uh, don't go nowhere. I'll be right back. Peace. Let me ask you this. This is, a, this is a totally different subject because I'm sitting here watching this NASCAR, and I've had this conversation with multiple people. NASCAR drivers, athletes or no? Yes, this is why. Um, now, the, I define an athlete by a cat that can that looks decent shooting a jumper, that has a natural golf swing, that right. can bowl a strike, that can throw a football, that can get on the bench and hit 225. Like, I look at a guy and define him as that. Like, I could do all those things. I know I you do all that. Pat McAfee, he, 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 you could tell Pat McAfee when he was a he was a kicker in the NFL, but you could tell he could do all those things I just mentioned. Agreed. And people don't know some guys get out and be a stiff, horrible looking golf club. Like right. these, are, like they're good as an old lineman, but then are nothing else, right? Or or whatever you want to anyone like that. Yep. I define athletes that way that can play anything, even like shoot a shoot some pool or. You know, anything, any sport they're good at. I think that's the great athlete. So this is why I say this. I've got to know some NASCAR drivers. From what they have told me and what I've heard is they are literally, they do not recover in between races because of how how bad their body gets beat up from race to race. They never recover fully. Kind of like football. We don't get, you know, we don't get the soreness out for three, four days. Right. They're, they don't ever get it out between races. Right. Like, so, they get banged up. It is a collision sport. So, football and NASCAR were the only two, by definition, collision sports in the world. Hockey, basketball, and baseball considered contact. Contact, right, right. So, football no longer is collision, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> What's I'm your take you. on it? I'm with you on that. So, my, my take is, if, if you're going to call race car drivers athletes, Tell me the athletic movement they're performing while doing their sport. Gas, not clutch, perform- break. Gas clutch, break, shift. That's not an athletic movement. 
I mean, look, let's be honest. You've got 16-year-old kids on the street right now doing it. I mean, highly skilled, great hand-eye coordination, balls, fearlessness, toughness, have to be in some sort of physical shape to, to go through the entire NASCAR season, right, and circuit, all of that. What's the athletic movement of turning left? Again, if, so if they're athletes, fighter pilots are the greatest athletes who ever lived because they're going whatever they're going, one little mistake, one little turn of that yoke, and you're dead. And you know, it's a good conversation, right? dog. I so so listen, I, I respect what they do even more so by watching it and live and indie indie car even more so, man, because you know they got make one more lose on a pebble on that thing, they're going flying right. Athletes, though, come on, bro. We know what athletes are. You know what athletes are. Houston is a baseball pitcher an athlete? Absolutely. That's an athletic movement. No question. Hockey, baseball. We've got some fat, sloppy motherfuckers out there that can't even get off the mound. No doubt. No doubt. Jerome Bettis did not have the greatest body in the world. (laughs) But he can tote that rock, right? Leon Lett probably might have been the greatest athlete I've ever seen in my life. Warren, you want you need to see Warren Sapp then. Warren Sapp, Leon Lett. When 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 my boy was on that Cowboy team and told me that Leon Lett used to beat Dion in the first ten yards out of a gate on a forty, I was like, "What?" They're wow. like, "Dog, I'm telling you, Leon Lett's a fucking freak." Wow. You played against him, I'm sure, right? Absolutely. He was towards the end of his career, but yeah. I definitely. mean, damn. I mean, what he did on those teams. I mean, I I can see it. I, we've seen some freaks in nature, obviously, but. And without without oh, having great pitchers, I think you could, to me, throwing the ball hard or even controlling it, it's one movement similar to, to me, you got to move clutch, gas, brake, shift. That's four things, plus stay focused mentally and take the rigor of getting banged all day on 500 miles. I don't know, dog. That's really close, a pitcher and a NASCAR guy. Who's doing the work? In- you agree, Tayoka, or not? I know a lot of you guys think NASCAR drivers are athletes. I think they are. I don't think any professional competitive act is is something that you don't have to be an athlete at. I don't know. A horse jockey, is he an athlete? NASCAR driver, is he an athlete? Is a golfer an athlete? I mean, is a wrestler an athlete or is he some fucking stiff just sitting in there? I don't know. You got to ask yourself that. Crazy. Um, well, I know throwing the ball is much more than that, but I'm just, I was trying to equate it to, we've had David Wells. We've had David Wells at almost 300 pounds on the mound, dog. You know fucking well. He has a big time arm. And he was a professional pitcher. That means with his arm, he can do it. He had a slider, a, a, a screwball, a fucking fastball. He had a fucking knuckleball. He had a fucking screwball. Like, he had all the pitches, plus he had a big-time arm. But he couldn't move off the mound. Motherfucker wasn't an athlete. A-F. Athlete. You don't know. Athlete. Um... Alan said, only thing we could do is play basketball. Thing is, you can't be an athlete and not play basketball, dog. Athlete, you got to play it all. You got to be able to play it all. If you're an athlete, you can do anything. I believe you can strike a golf ball, hit a baseball, shoot pool, 
bowl and look natural at it. I think you should be able to shoot a basketball, throw a football, bench at least fucking 135, right? <laughs> at least have 45s on the side. You got to be able to do those things naturally, in my opinion. That's how I look at an athlete. That's how I defend an athlete. That's a, just somebody that does everything well. No? I w- how everything... How, I had to do everything well. I would have suspended Draymond for punching a player, period. Um, I'm answering uh, my main man and YouTube user in here. He's asked me how I would have handled the pool and Draymond situation. That's how I would have handled it. He would have been suspended. I don't think he got suspended or nothing, did he? What, he got home sent home for what, a day or something? I don't know, man. And then I don't believe the NBA did anything. I thought it was all on the... Um, yeah, you don't play baseball and go golf. Don't play baseball and go golf, by the way. It will fuck your swing up. You know a lot of golfers don't swing at baseball because it will fuck your swing up. So, I'm just telling you. BC Fly said I'm drunk. Um, Alan, these cats are just comical. Alan, I don't know what film. You, what do you got, Huddle? I gotta get. I don't know how I'm gonna get you this film because I got DV Sport, but I can get you the film. Um, hell yeah, Alan. We might have to do that. I thought about doing that. Just go out there. See, I, I got it all at my house. I got a putting green. I got a driving range. I got a basketball court. I could get a football and throw it across wherever. And um, what else? You think athletes are good swimmers? You think athletes can hold their breath? They should be able to hold their breath? I used to be able to hold my breath for a long time, but now I smoke cigars every day. Uh, I don't know, man. I might drown in the motherfucker first minute. <laughs> hey, Alan, I went and saw Carlos the other day. Uh, he returned that kick. I uh, They took care of me down there. My buddy's the head coach. Uh, my other buddy former Chargers, the president of the team. And then uh, I got to meet the owner. They put me in a little box, gave me a little fruit and food and cheeses and crackers and shit. So I got to sit behind Los. And uh, he had, I think he had three touchdowns or something. Then I went in at halftime and spoke to him. Uh, you know, the whole team, it was pretty, it was a cool deal. I'm going to go back on the 21st and flip the coin in San Diego. Uh So, me and Eric Weddle. Eric Weddle and I are going to go down there and watch the game on uh, May 21st. So, anybody in San Diego, May 21st, come on through. Yeah, Sean. Uh, yeah, one of my guys, Taylor, is the head coach there, yeah. Yeah, let me know, Josh. I, I got tickets if you want to go. I got We got it all, whatever. Let me know. Um, yeah, I got, I, yeah, but I, you know, I can't, I'm not going to show, I, I don't, I don't film shit. I, I didn't film it. Someone filmed it and sent it to me. Um, what I told them, but you know me, I, I, I tell people, I tell guys shit and I don't, I don't put it out there on my own. Like I don't do it. Um, 
I don't show. I'm not. I don't chase clout like these other motherfuckers. See, people always tell me you should video all that shit, JB. You would blow up. I, I don't give a fuck. I don't need you to see some of the shit I tell. I do it for the love of the kid. I don't really give a fuck about Twitter likes, <laughs> retweets. Um, I just put out regular shit that I think about. That's all I do on Twitter. Shit. Instagram though I tread lightly. They they gave my Instagram back. We'll see. I use I lost some money on Instagram over the last three months not having it. So I'm not gonna even respond to any dick writer. I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna try to discipline myself. Like don't respond because if I respond, they got me on like a tracker. They just banned my shit. <laughs> TikTok. Uh, oh, I'm still suspended. Tomorrow I could go back live on TikTok. They play at the old uh, sports arena. They play at the old sports arena. Now it's called the Pachanga something. I don't know. They play at the old sports arena. Um, Yes, Jackson Mahomes was arrested. Henry Bowman, I don't know what your question is. Is Jackson Mahomes arrested? Question mark. Is that, what does that mean? I don't get that question. Was Jackson Mahomes arrested? Yes. Is Jackson Mahomes arrested? Uh, that's not grammatically correct, sir. We got to get back to our grassroots college educations. Go get taught up how to read and write so we understand how to hold a conversation. You guys can't do it. Because you text message everybody. So you want to text everything. You don't know how to fucking read and write anymore. It's disturbing. Is Jackson Mahone arrested? <laughs> A fucking retard? No. Was he arrested? Yeah. God damn. Stop calling out names around this motherfucker. Corrupt. Fucking corrupt. You ever heard that song? I'm putting that song on my IG story today. Calling out names. I'm calling out names around this motherfucker. One of the hardest ass songs. <sighs> Fucking shit. Is Jackson Mahomes arrested? <laughs> and they're like, God damn, homie. I mean, dog, let's just be honest. This ain't English class, but fuck, homie. You don't think that texting LOL... OMG, fucking just texting a fucking run-on sentence bothers people in the real life when they have to go do a fucking interview for something or have to write, maybe maybe you might have to write a fucking essay. Wonder why the journalism has become so fucking shitty in America. Maybe the journalism in America has become so bad and this is why. First of all, we're irresponsible reporters all over the place. I get stories written about me that aren't even close to being true, and I'm sitting there like, where'd you get that story from? They're literally making up stories now, fabricated ones, to put out there because they're irresponsible and lazy and don't know how to write. So everything they write is on spell check. They don't write it. They don't write it no more. People used to have to fucking get a pen and a pad and write a whole news article. <laughs> Motherfuckers would write a whole news article and put it out on fucking 
the star fucking ESPN or whatever it was when writing actually was good. Holy shit, dog. It's fucking bad. Yeah, Emilio, it's bad. I'm just telling you. I know it's bad. Shit. I, what do you mean? I fucking had my whole staff grade papers every night. What do you mean? It was our job to get the kid graduated. I know how bad it is. Shit. It's unbelievable. And guess what? You're allowing it. <laughs> you ain't doing nothing about it. Not you, Emilio, in particular. But I'm just saying, we're allowing it at an all-time high. We haven't corrected it. I don't see the parents doing anything about it. I don't see it. Remember Hooked on Phonics came out? Remember all these fucking shitty-ass fuck? Go get this app and learn. Is Mahomes arrested? And then it would take that and translate it into the proper way. Was Jackson Mahomes arrested? Yes or no is the question. Like, that's what it would do. Remember that? Well, it fucked us. Is Jackson Mahomes arrested? <laughs> God damn, homie. We're some dumb motherfuckers, man. I gotta be real shit. We're some dumb motherfuckers now, man. We are dumb people. The world has become dumb. I'm gonna be honest. I haven't seen a looter. Uh, any looting activity by me. I haven't seen any made up humans by me. I haven't seen any drags by me. I haven't seen them. Um, I have not seen them. So I'm starting to wonder, is there really not as many as we see on TikTok? And it's just a bullshit game they're playing? Pushing this narrative on the kids and the babies so the babies can grow up to be them? I don't know what their what their plan is. I guarantee you they have a plan, though. Um, I guarantee you they have a plan, but shit, man, it's bad right now. We're in a bad state. I'll be honest, we're in a fucking bad state. We are in a very, very bad state of affairs. Uh, I'm just being honest. We really are. We really, really are. Um, that's just my personal opinion, but who knows? Let me delete. Let me get this out of here. Um, Chase Senior is going to be joining us here right now. Um, we're going to talk some football. We're going to talk that talk on this Work Boot Wednesday. Um, Ash, come here. Uh, I got to deal with these dogs, dog. God. You know, just clean the house. Just I took the day to clean the house. I don't want. I don't want hire no motherfucker to clean my house. I clean my own fucking house. I like cleaning the house. It's therapeutic clean the house. But I gotta, you know, sweep up dog hair. Just having two. Remember, I had five dogs. I used to clean maybe twice a week. Now I do it every once every week or something. I like clean shit. You know what I mean? My house is spotless. If you ever come over and see it. I'm not OCD, though, because I think OCD is like you can't have anything. around. I'm not OCD, but uh, I'm just a clean motherfucker. That's all it is. Like, you know what I mean? I, I wash my nuts <laughs> like men wash your ass. God damn. I don't think people know what that means either. I don't think people know that either. 
Men and women alike, I don't think you understand what washing your ass really entails. I don't believe you know. I don't think you really realize. I think you think you just throw some water on and you're cool. You're ready to go out. Be amongst the masses. <laughs> no, you're not. You smell like Badusi. And you shouldn't. You got to understand how to really get in and wash your ass. Like, come on, dog. What are you doing, Bubba? Come on, dude. What are you doing? It's unbelievable, dude. No, you're not calling me today. What are you doing, dude? What is wrong? Um, Chase Senior's coming on in right now. Jason Long, appreciate you. Um, giving us a new update. I broke that news about two hours ago, but I appreciate you coming on in. Maybe you should become a member, and then we know you're not a troll. But I appreciate you breaking that news to us that we broke already. And we've been talking about for at least 20 minutes right now. We've been talking about it, though, for about 20 minutes. Um, all right, let's get after it here. We got Chase Sr. in the house. Ash, go lay down. I got shit to do. Um, Chase, what up? You got, you got no work today? I have work, but I'm in a little bit later because I've been doing these playoff games for the oh, okay. NBA. Uh, move, dude. Um, Jordan Poole takes that shot. What do you think about it? Yeah, I mean, look, he had a lot of room to step up to try to take that shot. I was really surprised that he settled for a 35-footer. And I'm not sure if he panicked a little bit with the clock dwindling, but there was clear space in front of him for him to maybe take a step or two into that. And honestly, I don't know if he's more comfortable on a catch-and-shoot or if he's more comfortable dribbling into the shot. I personally would have been more comfortable dribbling into the shot, and he would have had a better look and a more realistic shot of making that. And I'm sure Steph Curry's like, man, you play alongside me. You've seen me hit these shots, but you're not me. I'm him. You're not. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I, I seen his reaction afterwards, and I'm like, man, the guy made six threes. He got you in the game, actually, uh, later. Poole does a good job. I think Poole's head's all screwed up because of Draymond Green and all that shit. I think he's I think he's going to want out after this season. Um, Mayo and the coffee, bro. I saw the video. I had to retweet it. Uh, it. So I've talked to Will Levis in about this. I've literally had him and talked to him uh, about the banana and the mayo. I got to get your take. So what was it like? Oh, it's terrible. And I'm somebody who loves to drink coffee. I drink coffee every day. Just was out on my balcony doing some morning reading and sipping a cup of coffee. I've developed into somebody who I don't even put cream in my coffee anymore. I go grass-fed butter or just some simple honey. Last couple of weeks, I just gone honey. So I put the mayo in there because I'm like, all right, I'm down to try any type of food drink item. Like I'm not picky at all. And I wanted to see what it tasted like. And not only does he drink mayo with the coffee, but he also eats banana peels, which is also just psychotic. So I'm not sure if this is why he fell to the second round or not. But if I'm an NFL evaluator, I'm probably like, this guy's a little bit weird. He takes some selfies. He's really into his body. He puts mayo into his coffee. It was just really chunky. Didn't really taste anything with the mayo. But it's like the texture of the chunkiness of the mayo, which was just gross. So I'm not sure what he's thinking with that, nor do I know why he actually likes mayo in his coffee. It ruins I, it for me. I think it's got to be like uh, 
it's got to be clickbait, right? We're, we're too we're doing too much crazy shit out here. There's no way that this is real shit now that we're seeing, right? Like Puff Daddy, like 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 is this like is this real or is this clickbait? You know what well, I mean? Like, yo, it looks like the Cookie Monsters costume got put through one of those Christmas tree shredders, right? And then he got the scraps from that, and then he put an outfit together. And I saw that outfit, and I'm like, Sixers are doomed. They're losing game one. They don't have Joel Embiid. James Harden is wearing that to TD Garden. But I'll tell you this, JB. He was a dog the other night, 45 points, and he can wear whatever the hell he wants. If he's going to hit a game-winner step back in Al Horford's face with a hand right in his mug and drop 45 without Embiid to steal game one and steal home court advantage in that series with Embiid coming back tonight, I'm fine with it. What's he wear tonight? Over or under? Worse than that or better? Can it get worse than that, though? I, I think mean, it gets a little bit better. Yeah, he was wearing heels, dog, so I'm sure. What if he rocks heels in a dress tonight? Yeah, heels, pause, pause. He had heels pause. on. I had four NFL players of mine, like, walking around like, nah, heels ain't it, my boy. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, heels. It, it, it's on. not it. it, it pause, pause. <laughs> he went to my high school, dog. Yeah. I feel I just I'm ashamed of my 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 former alum. All right, uh get into some brass tacks here. NFL draft. I hate grading the draft because in three years you won't even hear of half of these dudes. The other guys that you don't hear from will be Hall of Famers on the way to, and you'll be like, damn, the fucking Browns had a hell of a draft because DTR is the guy we never thought of. But who Winners and losers, just optically right off the top. Uh, obviously, I know you're going to talk uh, Eagles. Um, I think Rose, what's his name, Roseman? Howie Roseman, yeah. I don't know if he's uh, the GOAT everyone thinks he is. Uh, I got to get into that in a second. But I want to tell you, from a football coach and personnel evaluator, I'm just telling you straight out, there was one winner in this draft from what we saw on paper that no one's close to. And that's the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, I absolutely love what the Seattle Seahawks did. Yeah, I really do. That draft, that mm -hmm. draft that he got getting pieces that only, you know, you know, cause you know, this shit you, every day you study this shit and see it. And you've been around it. Like the things that he took when he took them, uh, I don't believe most Op, novice fans understand how good of a draft this was and it only helps what he did last year that's what people don't understand they're going to be a formal opponent especially if the Niners QB situation's up in the air yeah I I love what they did last year they got Charles Cross he's going to be their tackle forever and then Tariq Woolen really good corner I love his physicality I love his length those two picks alone I thought were great selections by Seattle and then they run it back this year. I think they actually had a better draft this year than they had last year. I and like they got the players. Three running backs last year and two this year, right? Yeah. So Charbonnet, I think, is a really good player. I think he's a really polished guy. Uh, Devin Witherspoon is a dog. He's getting some Darius Slay comps. And I love how he plays with his hair on fire. And I like the value picks that they got at positions of importance, which are pillars for your franchise. And look, you know, I cover the NFL, I cover the Niners every day specifically and 
if it wasn't for the Seahawks having Geno Smith, who I understand had a pretty good year last year, but he is somewhat limited, I think the Seahawks could be a player in that division. They're still a player in that division. But you saw the gap in the playoffs last year in the wild card round between the Seahawks and the Niners. Two different teams on two different playing fields. But Seattle, in a wide-open division outside of San Francisco, has greatly improved their chances with the last two drafts. And shout-out to Pete Carroll, man. I mean, the guy is in his 70s, and he continues to have this vivacious and contagious energy. And I think that he's a model citizen for what you should strive for in terms of aging when you get to be that old. So I love how he carries himself with that youthful energy. I do think that that translates to the roster. They see this dude who's in his 70s, and they're like, damn, I got to put some pep in my step. Uh, I'm going to drink some coffee and get on Pete Carroll's level. We're not going to put mayo in it, but I like what he's done, and, and as well as uh, John Schneider, the general manager. That was an organization that traded away Russell Wilson, and a lot of people disagreed with that maneuver. They overwhelmingly won that trade. If you look back at the pieces that they got and the money that they did not have to pay, for Russ. The draft picks are really good that they've gotten back from Denver. So I think the Seahawks are a winner. I really like what the Steelers did. They got Joey Porter Jr. at 32. I thought that he was a top 10, top 15 pick. And I like what Howie Roseman's done. Jalen Carter is arguably the best, most dominant player in the draft. Character concerns, whatever. But when you have a culture that the Eagles have, which is a very staple one, he's going to come into that locker room and immediately you know, I think that he's going to walk in there and understand, look, this is a team that made it to the Super Bowl last year. There are three players on this roster who have been here as franchise pillars for more than a decade. And Brandon Graham, Jason Kelsey and Fletcher Cox, who might have their jerseys retired and will go down as some of the top players in the history of that organization. Jalen Hurts is an excellent leader. You have Darius Slay as the other team captain and Nick Sirianni, like he doesn't get enough credit from the national media for who he is as a coach. Because the guys two years in made it to the playoffs in a rebuild in year one. They made it to the Super Bowl in year two. You've seen the growth of Jalen Hurts. He has really had to change that culture when they were kind of down in the dumps at the end of that Doug Peterson era. And I like the talent evaluation for Howie Roseman. I mean, what a strategy it is. The Georgia Bulldogs have two of the best defenses in the history of college football. And now you have four dogs from those defenses, five dogs actually, from that defense. The last two years, and Nicobe Dean, he's going to be your starting backer, affordable player. Jordan Davis, starting defensive tackle. You lose Hargrave. He signs an $84 million contract with San Francisco, and you replace him with Jordan Davis. You get Jalen Carter, as well as Nolan Smith, who's a freaky, twitchy, athletic edge rusher. And then you get Keely Ringo, who a lot of people had as a top-two-round pick. So, yeah, Steelers, I like what the, what the Eagles did. I like what the Seahawks did. I think the Lions are going to be a scary team this year if they don't fall into just being the choke artist Detroit Lions. But they're not a dysfunctional organization anymore, so that works in their favor. Um, teams that surprised you. Um, I think that there's a team out there that picked first. Um, they took Bryce Young, Carolina Panthers. Um, I think they had a sneaky, sneaky, really, really good draft. I like I like the, the wide out from Ole Miss. I think that helps him instantly. They got a big-time O-lineman. They got another O-lineman later. Um, they can plug-and-play guard center type. They got a, they got some good, sneaky picks, and I really like what they did. Um, that is a full rebuild, as we know. 
But I like what they did. I don't think people are talking about the Carolina Panthers enough because we're so hyped on what the Texans did at two and three and and, and what Philly did and the Seahawks. Um, I like what the Carolina Panthers did. Any other teams stick out to you? I also – and this is how I look at it, Shays, before you say it. Like, the Bears had, like, fucking 12 picks. Mm-hmm. So, like, how do you evaluate that? Because it's going to take some time to really dive into that. Like, the Eagles last year, Jordan Davis don't really play. He's like a redshirt guy between behind a Fletcher Cox and a behind a guy. So now is that going to be Jalen Carter now behind Fletcher Cox and Jordan Davis? Is he yep. going to do it? Do you agree with Dan Orlowski when he said, well, the Eagles are still up in the air with me because they're going to be young up front? They're not really going to be young up front. They just got a lot of depth. Yeah, they're they're about 10 deep along the defensive you know, line. Question, but, uh, yeah, talk about the Eagles D-line, but talk about who you thought, who, who you liked uh, that was nobody really talks about. Yeah, look, I mean, you're going to tell me that the Eagles defensive line is too young, but Brandon Graham had 11 sacks last year. Josh Wett had 11 sacks. Fletcher Cox had seven. You have Hassan Reddick, who had 16-plus sacks last year. These are not young players. Are you replenishing the defensive line room a little bit? Yeah, but that's what you needed to do, and that's what any good organization does. You have the veterans who are getting a little bit older, and then you replenish some of that talent with some of these young players, and it's not like they're going to have to play a ton. I mean, the only replacement on that starting defensive front is going to be Joran Davis, and he's going to be a second-year player, and he's a freak athlete, right? So Jalen Carter, Nolan Smith, they're backups. So you can survive with backups as depth pieces. So I disagree with Dan Orlowski there. Usually he's pretty smart with this stuff, but his food takes are absolutely atrocious. And they're worse Uh, than Will Smith. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I agree with you. I think the Carolina Panthers had a good draft, and I actually like where this organization is going. They finished the year pretty well last year with Steve Wilkes, and that was with Sam Darnold, who played really just okay, mediocre football. But they actually have some pieces defensively. Uh, J.C. Horn's a good young corner. I really like Brian Burns. He's one of the most slept-on edge rushers in the NFL, but he's a really spectacular player. So at a couple of positions that are building blocks – You have a good edge rusher. You have a good corner. Their defense is pretty good last year. I think that offensively, you're starting to figure out that offensive line. They signed Miles Sanders in free agency. He had a career year last year. You get Mingo, good value pick out of Ole Miss there in the second round. Um, You signed DJ Chark, which I think is a pretty sneaky signing. You actually brought in Adam Thielen as well. So you have a mixture of young players at important positions and veteran players as well for Bryce Young. I also think that Bryce Young is the most polished and pro-ready quarterback in this draft class, and frankly, it's really not close. There's a massive drop-off between him and C.J. Stroud in that in that category. And you have Josh McCown on that offensive staff. You have Frank Reich on that offensive staff. Jim Mersey is a really odd owner um, who sometimes makes emotional decisions, and when you're running a business, At that high level, you don't want to have an emotional owner like that. But look, Frank Reich got the most out of Carson Wentz. He won 11 games with a noodle-armed Phillip Rivers. So Frank Reich's a really good coach and a good quarterback developer. And in that division, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are not going to be good. Baker Mayfield's going to be the starter. You have Derek Carr, who's a little bit flaky with New Orleans. That division is there to be had. 
for the Carolina Panthers to be one of those surprise teams. And let's be real here. Every year in the NFL, there was a team that didn't make it to the playoffs or multiple teams that didn't make it to the playoffs on that previous season that ends up making it to the playoffs that next year. The turnover rate in the NFL is very, very quick. So I think Carolina could make the playoffs. I agree with you there. Man, they got a good defense. I do know that. So good it's defense, yep. Um, all right, here's a couple questions I got to ask you. By the Eagles taking Swift in the draft. Trading for him. One thing, they were going to take B. John Robinson if he fell in that lap. I, I was even hearing that they were trying to move up possibly because they knew B. John wasn't going to make it to 10. Does that Swift get kind of solidify that they were going to, they, were, they wanted B. John at one for them? I actually don't think so. I think that the play all along, which I continue to say, was that if Jalen Carter got past the Seahawks at five, they were going to do everything in their power to move up to take him. And I think that they're an organization, clearly, that doesn't really value the running back position. They didn't re-sign Miles Sanders coming off a career year. He was a great pick in the second round back in 2019. He developed into a really good player. But Howie Roseman's team-building philosophy, he's literally talked about it himself, is to build the team on the offensive line, defensive line, cornerback. Obviously, you got to get a quarterback. They have their quarterback, though. So you can check that box off. But they love building their team inside the trenches. And I, I agree with that team-building philosophy because I do believe that you can control the game at the defensive line with the pass rush and stopping the run, and then on the offensive line with protecting the quarterback and running the football. There's a lot of benefits there. So I think that Jalen Carter was to play all along if – he got past the Seahawks at five, and he did. And that's why they moved up to number nine to take him. I think it was a mistake for the Chicago Bears to not take him. They clearly have a need. They were one of the worst pass-rushing teams last year. They had a bad defensive line. They didn't really address it in the NFL draft. So they moved up to take Carter. And then with DeAndre Swift, he's a really talented player. He's been nicked up a lot throughout his career. Some coaches have questioned his toughness to a certain degree, but you can't question the gift that he has, he led all running backs in yards per touch last year. And instead of using the number nine pick in which the Eagles traded up for to take Jalen Carter, they traded like a late round pick. And I think a fourth round pick for Deandre Swift in a contract year where he's going to be motivated. He grew up in Philly, went to St. Joe's prep, which is a great high school that is always in the running for state championships in Pennsylvania. He's going to be motivated coming back home in a contract year and even though he hasn't really been a feature back as a former second-round pick like the Lions had hoped for, he doesn't need to be a feature back. You have the best offensive line in football still, and it's going to be running back by committee. They really like Kenneth Gainwell. They brought in Rashad Penny. If he can stay healthy, he's your short yardage back. They have Boston Scott. So I think the play all along was Jalen Carter if he fell. All right, Texans, if they don't move up with Arizona and take that – Number three pick, Sean Salisbury and I believe that number two, their second pick that they had would have been Will Anderson, not C.J. Stroud. Um, we, we think that move was a splash that they came across late. It happened that maybe the day before they thought they, they, they came across this possibility. They do it, and then they make a splash. They get the fan sexy pick, and then they get the, the best off the board that they thought was available in Will Anderson. They took the cue first for the sex appeal, but they would have took Will, we believe. Do you believe the same? And then they would have waited for number 12 and, and saw what was there? Um, or um, for the people out there, they had number two and number 12 originally. So yep. 
Uh, what do you think about that one? You believe that or no? Um, I'm not sure. I, I will say this. Look, I, I love what the Texans did. I thought through three picks when they got C.J. Stroud at two, Will Anderson at three, I was like, they can be done drafting and they can be one of the draft winners. And here's why. You can't move forward with Davis Mills. And when you have a new regime, you got to get that franchise quarterback. And their offensive coordinator is Bobby Slowick, who used to, be the, used to be the pass game coordinator for Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan has a hell of a coaching tree already. He has developed Robert Sala, D'Amico Ryans, Mike McDaniel. His fingerprints are all across offenses in the NFL. I think that Shanahan's offense is a beautiful one schematically, it's a combination of power and finesse, power with the running game, finesse with the creativity. So you get some of those elements now in Houston. And for a team that doesn't have any pressure to win right now, you're able to fast track that rebuild because you get two really foundational elements for your football team. You get your quarterback in Stroud, who I like. I think he's one of the best Ohio State quarterbacks that's come out in a really long time. I definitely think he's the most pro-ready Ohio State quarterback for a program that has not developed good pro quarterbacks. Good arm. I think he throws a pretty good anticipation when the pocket gets muddied. Sometimes his accuracy can get a little bit wobbly, but they re-sign Laramie Tunsil, so you have his backside protected there. And you get C.J. Stroud, and you get arguably the best defensive player in this class up there with Jalen Carter at edge rusher in Will Anderson, who you know has some Khalil Mack type of comps as a guy who's just strictly a very good edge rusher. So at two and three, you get two players, hopefully, that are a part of your organization here for the next 10 years at very, very important building blocks for your organization. Yeah, I like what they did. Um, I, I don't know if I agree that there is such a thing as a franchise quarterback in the draft anymore. I don't believe there is. I think you can win with these average Joes that we're calling average Joes now, the Cooper Rushes, Taylor Heineke's, these guys that are winning you five, six games and build a roster around them. I get the C.J. Stroud thing. I still wouldn't be shocked if Davis Mills is a starter. I think C.J. Stroud was a guy they got. Uh, to be a sex appeal. I know you, you're you not high on Davis Mills. You think that that, that franchise is going to be drafting another quarterback if Davis Mills is the starter going forward without getting the C.J. Stroud. Now you do have a guy that possibly could be the guy, but I don't know if we really have franchise guys anymore. Like, I don't know if there is a, that guy anymore because of how bad the, the, these, the rosters are that a lot of these early picks go to. Like, I'm so happy that Trevor Lawrence didn't get buried underneath the rubble and we we get to see him with a real coach yeah. and now maybe get to see something special. But look at all – like, if Eli Manning goes to the Chargers, he's he's Phillip Rivers. Yeah. Like, think about it. Like, there's just certain people that go certain places that you never hear from again, and I just think that – I don't know, man, Chase, because of the high school and college coaching – I don't know if the quarterback play is ever going to be what it once was. It's more athletic, no question. We're more athletic. I don't know if we're going to be as good as we once were. Yeah, it depends on the situation. I mean, you have Patrick Mahomes, who fell to the Chiefs. You have Joe Burrow, who is clearly the right pick at number one. You have Josh Allen, who went to the Bills. You have Jalen Hurts falling to the second round. Great value played there. But for all of those quarterbacks, you have a Baker Mayfield, who went number one overall to the Cleveland Browns. And I'm not even going to say that the situation was poor in Cleveland. I think that Kevin Stefanski is a solid coach. They had solid offensive weapons. Frankly, I just don't think that Baker Mayfield is good. 
And you also have a Zach Wilson who, regardless of where he went, I don't think that he was going to be good either because I think that he's a flake. Sometimes it does come down to the situation. Like David Carr back in the day, Derek Carr's brother, I liked him coming out of college. Joey Harrington coming out of Oregon. If they didn't go to a Texans team that was a expansion franchise, and if Joey Harrington didn't go to an awful Lions team, and they went to a better situation with, you know, let's say, let's throw this out there, like an Andy Reid when he first started coaching, could those quarterbacks have worked out? For sure. Sometimes it's all about the situation and the foundational stability that the organization has. And sometimes you go to an organization where you have no shot. I mean, if you're a young quarterback and you lose that confidence because the offensive line sucks, the coach is bad, general manager can't draft, develop talent, and the organization is just a shit show, then you're kind of doomed from the get-go. And for Davis Mills, like, could he have developed into a better quarterback? Yeah, maybe if he would have gotten teamed up with, you know, a Kyle Shanahan or a quarterback whisperer for sure. But there was also reasons why he fell in the draft and why he wasn't a first-round pick. Yeah, I agree. Um, Dylan Brooks gets cut on his day off. Um, Are the Lakers winning this whole thing? Man, so... I liked the Warriors going into that series last night. But after watching that game, I kind of made this comparison when I was live last night. Like, back in the day when Chip Kelly had those offenses at Oregon, it was a lot of flash, quick tempo, spread it out, good athletes in space. And you're like, man, these defenses are gashed, trying to keep up with the no-huddle Oregon Ducks. They're putting up 30, 40, 50 points in the Pac-12. Nobody and no team in this country is going to be able to stop Chip Kelly with the play calling, the style, and the fast pace, right? But then you match up that offense with some SEC teams that are a little bit more physical, that can match some of that speed, that pop you in the mouth, that can keep up stamina-wise with that offense, and you're like, oh, so this offense isn't as good as what we thought. And watching last night, I know that the Warriors are a little bit gassed with all the energy they had to exhaust going seven games against a Kings team. That series was tight. A lot of those games were close. I understand that the Lakers series went six games, but it was a different series, right? Um, The Lakers had an easier way with the Memphis Grizzlies than the Warriors had with the Kings. That was basically a Western Conference Finals series, in my opinion, in the first round. So watching it last night, I'm like, How are the Warriors, throughout the course of a seven-game series, going to be able to guard AD, who went off last night? And I'm not even a big AD guy, but my gosh, he was unstoppable. Like 30 and 23 with four blocks, defensively, offensively, he was literally unstoppable. Who are the Warriors going to trot out there that can guard him and LeBron James as they get downhill? And keep in mind, the Warriors hit, what, more than 23s last night? The Lakers were like one of eight from three going into the fourth quarter. That was a great three-point shooting night for the Warriors, and they still lost. They were down 12 even in the fourth. Yeah, and and that's despite them shooting nearly 50% from three for much of that game on a lot more three-point makes. So this is going to be a really difficult series for the Warriors. Look, I'm not going to count them out. They could have stolen that game last night. They could come back in game two and win. But if they do go down 2-0, I don't see how they win four games remaining in that series because the Kings are not the Lakers. If you fall down 2-0 to LeBron and AD and they stay healthy, 
it's going to be difficult to come back. As for Dylan Brooks, look, I mean, the guy is an absolute coward. Um, I said all year, the Grizzlies are all bark, no bite. He is a part of that. When you're doing the dance and you diss LeBron and you try to make yourself out to be some tough guy and then you blame it on the media for labeling you in a way in which you have developed that persona by yourself and then you duck the media when you run into some adversity, that is the definition of fraudulent. But also, Ja Morant deserves some slack here because he's the franchise leader. He's the face of the franchise. And by no means do I think that John Morant is a leader. He needs to grow up and mature. You can beat James Harden and go out to the club, right? But James Harden isn't flashing gats at the club and getting in fights with teenagers at the park when you're playing pickup and also ducking out on the media, right? There's a difference there. And for John Morant, as the franchise player, he needs to grow up and realize that if he does not, the Grizzlies are going to be a massive what-if team. So for as much slack as Dylan Brooks is getting, and again, I voice my opinions on him, John Morant deserves that as well. You look at Steph Curry. Not only is he one of the most impactful, influential players that this game has ever seen, why have the Warriors been great for a decade? He's the most selfless superstar that we've ever seen. You can call LeBron James whatever you want, but LeBron James has been a model citizen who's been in the league since 2003, and there's never been a situation in which he's run into trouble. The most controversial thing that he did was the decision, okay? So that goes to show you he is a leader. Michael Jordan, leader. Kobe Bryant, leader. I don't look at John Morant as a leader. He needs to grow up this offseason. That that you gotta start looking at the leadership there though. That too, the coach and the general manager. They need to rein it in. And and in game five, th- this goes back to the John Morant point, right? Game five, John Morant, he's taking it to the rack. He's doing the too small thing. He's dancing around. And I understand you're playing into the crowd in Memphis, right? But then what do you do in game six? Clunker. Clunker. So the Grizzlies all year, front-running frauds, all bark, no bite. And as you like to say, and I was thinking about this yesterday, fake uh, fake gangsters. Fake gangsters. Yeah, they're wanksters. If Uh, you're going to talk about it, you got to be about it. And they weren't. Here's the cold part about it, though. They're down 40 in in, in about five minutes still left in the game. They're on the sideline laughing, chilling. Ridiculous. Oh, dog, it's bad. And the head coach goes over after the game and pats John on the back like, it's all right. We're going to be back. Like, I'd have been like, motherfucker, laugh all you want, you fucking bitch. I yeah. don't know. We're soft, man, Chase. And we got ja, what Josh ja said, he's like, I'm not concerned about anybody in the West. Well, LeBron James and AD gave you that business, and LeBron looked at every single young player on that team and said, I'm your daddy. Yeah, basically he did. Uh, I'm glad that I, I want – I wanted nothing more than the Memphis Grizzlies to lose to that in that series. Uh, it should have been over in five. Um, they just didn't show up. But Golden State, I don't know, man. When you watch that game last night, the Lakers with the additions of uh, uh, Vanderbilt and um, D'Lo and those guys, they are long, athletic wing defenders. And listen, Curry had 27. Take the 10 away from the first quarter. He has 17 points throughout the rest of the three, and he doesn't score, I believe, the second or the third. He didn't score a point. And if you look at how this game unfolded, where and when he scored matters. Like, 
it matters in real games when and where you score. And the the points he scored throughout the other three quarters were meaningless. They didn't do shit. They didn't mean yep. nothing. Yeah. And look, Vanderbilt, Curry took 28 shots on Sunday in game seven, and he dropped 50. Um, there's no way that he was feeling 100% on Tuesday night after that game. Now, he had a big fourth quarter. He's the big reason that the Warriors were able to come back, tie it up, and have an opportunity to win with that Jordan Poole long ball. But when Jared Vanderbilt, with that length and that athleticism, is picking him up full court, that's where he's getting a little bit tired. He don't like the 90-foot pickup. No, and, and what it does is when you're getting picked up 90 feet, like that does lead to fatigue. So oh, yeah. Vanderbilt is long and athletic. He was pestering Curry. So that's something else to watch for in this series as we progress. Yeah, I mean, I'm, the more I look at it, dude, I'm just like, damn. Uh, they are a younger now long perimeter team that can defend at times. And Golden State, we know offensively, they just run, get open, shoot threes. That's not really an offense. They just create and then make this offense go. And uh, I don't think Looney can defend AD. He's too slow. They ain't going to put Draymond on AD because they can't afford to get him in foul trouble. And they have a... Lakers are a bad matchup for the Golden State Warriors. If you watch them play all year long, the Lakers dominated the Golden State Warriors this year. Yeah. And, it, and it's not a different – it wasn't any different last night. This sometimes is what it is. Sometimes matchups matter. This is a bad matchup, man. I, I don't know. Uh, now you can see the Lakers have played through the Memphis Grizzlies, a young athletic bunch. Yep. And now they're playing an older, smaller team. And they, they continue to, to to look like, oh, shit, maybe they uh, they figured this out uh, with Rob Palenka, um, the doppelganger of uh, of fucking Rob. Uh, Rob Lowe. Lowe. You just had to get rid of Russell Westbrook. That's what changed the, the course of that franchise. You had to get rid of Russell Westbrook. He didn't fit. He's too reckless with the basketball. He's going to go down as one of the most exciting players of all time. But... When it comes down to crunch time, what what makes Russ great is always going for the kill shot. It's his energy. It's the fact that he always plays at 100 miles per hour. But what also is his biggest weakness is not having a feel for the game because he's always in that pit bull mentality. And they got rid of that, and now the roster makes a lot more sense with complementary pieces who fit into that style, and they coincide with what LeBron and AD do well. Yeah, no doubt. All right, two things to get out of here. Uh, I'm gonna Chase is gonna do a. Uh, we're gonna do a trivia for for the first caller in. If you if Chase gets the question right, somebody will win a hoodie. The first okay. caller in. All right, so I'm gonna put the chat. I'm gonna put the uh, link in the chat. You guys call in, and um, if you first one in and gets it, only if Chase gets the question right, though. Before we get there, though, I'll put the link in the chat. You guys can call in and meet. Whoever's in first will be the first one I bring in. Um, Chase, massage this for me. Pre and post draft, Baltimore Ravens. We we said it on here. You said it on your shows. We knew that Aaron Rodgers was going to start the pecking order. Once he got done, then Lamar would follow, and then the draft. And that's what we saw. The Baltimore Ravens, they get Zay Flowers, who doesn't even know who's in his own fucking league. Um, another investment, lack thereof investment in these young cats, uh, but that's a whole other story. The Ravens get him. They got OBJ, who I think is a figment of himself. Uh, he's not going to be the guy. I'm, I'll be shocked if OBJ's 
playing week seven. And you got Lamar Jackson paid um, more than Jalen Hurts got if you look at the round back numbers. Baltimore with Lamar after the draft. You like him or not? I actually like the Zay Flowers pick. He's a gadget guy who can get vertical, and you can use him in a bunch of different ways, bubble screens, reverses, jet sweeps. You needed a player like that. So I actually like the fit there. I'm concerned about OBJ, but I will say down the stretch with the Rams before the ACL tear, which is his second, he was playing really well. Rashad Bateman, I do believe, is a good wide receiver. We haven't seen the best out of him. And then Mark Andrews is one of the best tight ends in the NFL. And I like the running backs, too. And their defense is always going to be really, really good. Here's what's also really important. Harbaugh's a really, really good coach. So in that division, which I do believe is somewhat wide open, jury's still out on Kenny Pickett. You're never sure about the Deshaun Watson-led Cleveland Browns. Um, you know, the Ravens can win that division. I think they can win double-digit games. I really do. Now, how do you build the roster around Lamar when he's making 50-plus million dollars? If he's able to be the guy that we saw in his MVP season, they're going to be a player. If he's hurt, going to be a bad contract. Yeah. All right. Now let's move over to New York. Uh, the Jets this morning signed uh, Randall Cobb. Um, he's like 47 years old. I don't know why they signed uh, Randall Cobb, but they're getting everybody Aaron wanted, like we first thought um, when he denied it on Pat McAfee. He said, no, no, no. If they get Mercedes fucking Lewis, then uh, he was lying on Pat McAfee's show. They got everyone that Aaron Rodgers wanted. Pre and post draft, um, New York Jets, contenders, pretenders. I think they're contenders. They were contenders last year with dog shit quarterback play. And now they have Aaron Rodgers. They have a really good defense. I really like some of the weapons that they have offensively. Garrett Wilson had more than a thousand yards last year with Zach Wilson and quarterbacks after that who weren't that great. Mike White and Joe Flacco, right? So they have a good running game. Um, I do believe that they would have made the playoffs if they had some better quarterback play. I really like their defense. And I think that division, too, is up for grabs. I'm not a huge Tua guy. Um, we'll see what Mac Jones and the Patriots are able to do. They're one of the slowest teams in the NFL. That's a problem. Buffalo Bills obviously going to be really good. But Aaron Rodgers was an MVP and back-to-back -back MVP as early as 2021 and 2020. So last year, he was playing with like a torn thumb ligament. And I thought he started to play a little bit better down the stretch. I like the Jets in the AFC. Yeah, I do too. Uh, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a dog fight. Um, all right, let's get out of here. I know you got to get to work. Um, I got dogs barking. Here's a trivia question. It's Work Boot Wednesday. Here we go. On this day in sports history, so it's May third, two thousand eleven. Chase, um, somebody became the NBA's youngest MVP. Who was it? Two thousand eleven. Sean Waffles, the first one in, so he's the first one to get in. Um, What's up, Sean? So if you Morning, get this, Sean Waffles. Sean Waffles won like seven hoodies, by the way. Nice. Um, <laughs> two thousand eleven. This player became the youngest MV NBA MVP in the history. I'm trying to think back. Shit. I mean, that was a year after I graduated high school. God damn. Um, Did you hear that shit? <laughs> <laughs> so it's the 
It's when the Miami Heat were winning titles with that trio. Not a Heat. It's not a Heat. <sighs> Who would? There's other cats that called in or behind the scenes that are like, "Fuck, I know it." It doesn't matter if you know it. <laughs> oh man. Um. How can I give? I don't even know if I can give you a hint. Um, yeah, if you give me a hint, it'll probably give it away. Yeah. Uh. It wasn't a heat. Uh, yeah. Probably the already the, the, the it, guy's still in the league, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck no, it's not. Not what he. Yeah, I can't say that either. Um, he's in the league though. Twenty eleven, man. I might be. I figured sorry. you would know this one. I it, once I'm once you sure, say it, I'm, I'm gonna be pissed. Sure, I'm sure you like love the guy. Like I'm sure you loved his style. I know. I lo- I'm sure you loved his playing when he when he came out. Who he was, how he was. Can you tell if it's if it's Western Conference or Eastern Conference? Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's, it wasn't <laughs> Eastern. Twenty eleven. Damn. Um, man, Lucy knows all the hard questions. Uh, yeah. yeah. Damn, nobody knew, huh? Nobody knows that they're out here in the in the chat. Even nobody knows. Um, Dee Jones knows. Um, I got a guess, but I'm gonna let Chase not try D-Rose. it. It's not D Rose. It's not D Rose. It is D Rose. Is it D Rose? Yes. Okay. All right. Derek Rose. Yeah. It is D Rose. Um, okay. All right, Sean. I'll give you another chance. Um, here we go. Name me the NBA teams that. Mascot don't end with an S. Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah. Orlando Magic. Yeah. What's the other team in Florida? Ah, Chase. Miami Heat. There's still another one, though. Ah, there's still another one. You guys are tripping. You guys don't know. Steven Brunner, what up? Hey, what's the fourth NBA team that don't end with an S? Oh, man. Let's see. I'm giving away shit today. You know it, Chase? Um, I'm trying to think here. Ron, you know it, Ron? Nah, I don't fucking know it. <laughs> I, I hate basketball. <laughs> Joe Ford, you know it? Is it the Thunder? No, yeah, he, he said the Thunder. He bro. said the Thunder. Oh, I was off for a second. I didn't hear it. Fuck it. All right. Fuck <laughs> it. It's the Jazz, man. The yes. Utah Jazz. Okay. Oh, yeah. I was going to say Kevin Durant for the 2011 thing, but. It was Derrick Rose for sure, but Kevin Durant was the top leading scorer that year too. By the way, yeah, for the yeah. Oh, okay. um, the young Thunder team. Yeah. Hey Chase, man. I, hey you guys, I appreciate you calling in, man, and I'll get you guys some gear. Cool. Much love. Um, hey, another Oklahoma here. Let's go. All right, no All right. Hey Chase, appreciate you, brother. Yep. I'll talk to you next week. All right. Take care. Later, Chase Senior. Everybody. Um, Make sure you guys uh, 
Follow him on everything, man. That was fun. Appreciate everybody, man. We're right up to 9 o'clock. Appreciate you guys. Hit that like button. Subscribe. Become a member if you're not. And uh, I'll be doing trivia all day, every day from now on. So you guys can call in because you got to become a member. $1.99 to get you a fucking $50 hoodie. I think it's a good deal. Become a member of our Patreon as well. You can win shit over there too. As we break down football, Chalk Talk is up and running. Go check it out. And, uh, hey, it's been a great day to have a great day. I'll do a daily rant later on today. Stay tuned for that because I'm about to go fucking ham on that one. And uh, another daily rant. I appreciate everybody. Come on in and hit that like button. Don't leave without hitting it. Appreciate you guys. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace. Hi, I'm Kiko. I'm 23. Uh, I go to UCSB and I also bartend.